Good evening, CFSL fans, and welcome to the Brother Sim. Uh, you know, with me tonight, as as almost always, other than I think our first episode this season, uh, I've got our co-host Adam Smith, the AD of Oklahoma State. How you doing tonight, brother? I'm doing good, doing good. Happy happy to be here and talk about some CFSL action. That's gonna be a fun one. Um, you know, joining us tonight, we'll, we'll probably end up having a, a, a couple of guests, other guests that join in, and when they do, we'll announce them. But they're not here with us right now, so the most important one is the one that is here, and that's gonna be DT Hall, the uh, athletic director for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. How you doing tonight, brother? Peachy. Glad to be here. Outstanding. You know, it. it it caught our, our eye last night when somebody said, hey, are you doing the podcast tomorrow? I've got some shit to say. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, me and Adam looked at him, we, we were talking, and we were like, yeah, we got to bring him on. He's got stuff to say, so let's do this. <laughs> I've always got stuff to say. Now, if anybody wants to listen, that's another thing. Yeah, you know, I, I talk a lot on especially on the podcast and, and hopefully sometimes people listen, but I think they, they listen more to Adam cause he's more the quiet one. Um, you know, but the other two, if they, like I said, if the other two come in, we'll, we'll, we'll say hello and introduce some, but, uh, you know, we're going to get into some power rankings index, um, <coughs> here for, for the first little bit. And like always, we start at the bottom at number 28, we'll work our way up to number 20, 19 to uh, number 11, and then the top 10 will finish us out. Um, you know, starting out at number 28, Tennessee this week. Colorado comes at 27. Washington at 26. Baylor at 25. Boise at 24. West Virginia at 23. Syracuse at 22. Oh. Ohio State. I almost said Oklahoma State. You know, at one point, I think y'all were down to 21 or something. I think we were lower than that at one point. Yeah. But Ohio State <laughs> at 21. And then Clemson rounds us out at number 20. You know, Adam, I want to get your thoughts on any of these teams you look at and you're like, man, I don't know if they should be down that way. I think uh... – just because, you know, I've played like three quarters of these teams. So. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> three quarters of them are in that Big 12. So, I mean, uh, I think West Virginia and Boise being down that low kind of shocks me. Not And not because, you know, their performance hasn't really, you know, put them in that place. It's just I know how good they are. I played both of them. They both – both games were down to the wire. I mean, just to to know that they can be that competitive, it just hasn't worked out for them this season. To see them that low kind of sucks. But I mean, yeah. everybody's pretty much where lined up where they should be. I think. Yeah, and a team that yeah I like that's down this way is is Colorado. And you know, before we we started the podcast, we were actually talking about that that program. Um, you know, Colorado's done a really good job with the roster that they have. Um, and I understand why they're that low, you know, their record. Yeah. There's not much you can say about it when you're when you're 0-7. You, you, it's hard you, to argue. It, yeah, it's hard to argue why 
you should be higher than what you are. But it's a program that if we factored in the eye test, you know, and not look just at numbers, I don't think that they'd be sitting at number number 27. What do you think, Dustin? Uh, I mean, if you really look at it, I mean, if you count Ohio State, who pretty much came in and stripped it down to bare bones, if I remember correctly, you're looking at, what, yeah. six of the eight teams are all – new build teams minus West Virginia and Boise in a sense. <coughs> so, I mean, it's, it's expected that this is the bottom eight of the group. Um, on a personal standpoint, Syracuse is one that even though the record doesn't depict it, they've, they've battled myself, my team included. Yeah. I mean, they put Miami up to a fight. They've had some, had some games where they've been competitive, but then they've had other games where they went out and laid an egg. They've just kind of, haven't gotten the groove of everything they're looking to do there, but but I mean for the most part there are a lot of new build teams, a lot of new ads that are trying to get their their feet wet and trying to figure out what direction to go and and I'm gonna guess next year from where they are there there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah, no, absolutely, and you know I got Syracuse this coming week on on Thursday. Um, we'll talk about that game here in a little bit, but you know that's gonna be a fun one. Uh, they're 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 a tough team, you know. They're a lot tougher than what, uh, you know, I think uh, their record indicates. Yeah, they've. Uh, I mean, they've they put us up for a battle. I wasn't expecting it, and I they they shocked me. But luckily, we were able to come out of there with a win. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, we can do a little bit better than Notre Dame, <laughs> and not just come out with a win, but come out with a convincing win. That's. That's the hopes and, and dreams of, of us at Penn State, you know. Since we lost by ten to ten to Michigan this past week, that was a that was a painful loss to lose to Ike. All those screens, oh yeah. You know, any loss to Ike's painful. I, I, yes, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Adam wouldn't know. He's never lost to Ike. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, you know, I'm gonna listen to this. I'd, oh, absolutely. He's gonna he's gonna immediately oh. be in the DMs. Oh, <laughs> he's gonna have to I unblock think... me to talk to me. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> you might be safe. Yeah. You, you probably won't get the DM, but me and Adam will. <laughs> or he'll just come in the boardroom. Yeah. We love we love you, Ike. Yeah. He's um, been on here many a times. Yeah. Now. Here, here's the fun part. Here's here's where we get into this group of, of teams that really have a, a shot at making the playoffs. Um, some of them I don't think so, but there, there's some that are in this group that maybe they're sitting at 17 or 18 and, um, you know, in the PRI, but they have a really good chance of, of making the playoffs. So kicking us off at number 19 is Pittsburgh. Number 18 is North Carolina. Georgia at 17, USC at 16, Auburn at 15, Oklahoma State up at 2, 14, Cincinnati at 13, Oregon at 12. We're rounding this out as Florida at number 11. Now, just to get your thoughts on on this group, um, Adam, some of these some of these teams, you know, like Auburn, Georgia. Um, USC, Oregon, a lot of these teams haven't clinched a spot in the playoffs. Um, 
this is really their time to shine this week to to sway voters. Are there any teams in here that you're looking at and you like? I, I like this team and I think that this team should be voted in. Well, I mean, there's there's a few there's a few on here, and there's a few that you know. Unfortunately, there's just not going to be the room for them. Um, I think if Georgia puts on a good game against Florida, they've had a good enough season to to warrant, you know, them getting one of the voting spots. Maybe maybe towards the back end. I mean, Florida's still got a chance of of, of going. Cincinnati's clinched. We've clinched. Maybe Auburn, if they can pull off a, if Auburn can pull off an Iron Bowl win. I mean, that's that that's a good quality win. That's a very recent big win is is gonna is gonna be what stands out in the voters' minds, you know. And those are those are a couple teams that with a big win over a good opponent could could get themselves a playoff berth. Yeah, and I like Oregon in this group. Um, <coughs> they 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 have a good roster on both sides of the ball, and they do really well. Um, I think they're offensively they're they're better equipped than they are de- on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but man, they do a really good job at game planning and and getting that team ready every single week. I mean, they went down to the wire with Michigan, lost on a very last second hail mary. Um, went down and lost by seven to Penn State. You know, this is a team that's come in, and then they had a dominant performance against USC this past week. This is a team that I think they're not, they can't clinch um, one of the three spots in in their conference. But I think they've clinched the votes. Like they should obviously get enough votes to to make it in. Um, and then whoever whoever draws them is going to have a very tough test. Uh, you know, Dustin, any, any teams in here stick out to you? Oh, I think I think Oregon win or lose is, is has to be a vote in at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, worst case scenario, they're going to fall to four and four. You're going to see some three and five teams in here. Here's my big hypothetical, and I'm not saying it's going to happen or or it won't. But you have North Carolina down at 18 right now. What if North Carolina does the unthinkable? Because, I mean, they battled with Miami for quite a while this last week. They did. They played a really good game. And now they have Illinois on the slate. So let's say, hypothetically, North Carolina is able to pull out a win against Illinois. Where – where do, what do we do with them at three and five at that point? Is that somebody that we're that we're thinking needs to go in? I mean, they've had some bad losses. Don't get me wrong, but if you're able to come in and beat a seven and zero Illinois, I mean that yeah. that has to do something to to boost your boost your rank well, yeah. there. Well, that shows you can hang in the playoffs. I, I mean, mean, you it, beat a top seed team. Is it is it enough to outdo a team? Like Florida being voted because if Florida goes in and wins over Georgia this week, see that enough? changes everything would it, would because be if, if Florida goes into Georgia and wins, that's going to kick LSU down into the have to be voted in spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean this Florida Georgia game could could be really big on both because, sides. Because then how many people have LSU just rubbed the wrong way and maybe they. They don't give them the love that they deserve and yeah. don't put them in. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean th- it wouldn't be th- the first th- time. This is coming from a guy like me that was really worried about losing to Clemson because I, I sure as hell didn't think anybody would vote me in if we lost. So I mean, I, I, I could see where, I could see where LSU might be a little afraid even at six and two. Yeah, I mean, and then how many teams from you know the SEC get voted in? Because I, I, if we're being honest, I don't think anybody from the Big Twelve gets voted in. No. No, no, I think anybody really should. And you then, wouldn't think so, but you don't know how the voters are going to vote. Maybe maybe some of these guys go in, since everybody gets to vote, maybe some of these guys go in and decide, hey, each conference deserves four slots. You don't, yeah. I mean, I really don't know how <laughs> everybody's heads are in this whole thing. Do I think that every conference deserves one spot? Hell no. But you never know how everybody might go into the booth and decide to, to make their choice. Yeah, or maybe all of all SEC. SEC's been having a big convention, and they just decided to all pack together. Yeah, yeah, they're all just packed together and took over the playoffs. Yeah, six of their teams in. Everybody gets in. Of the best conference, our conference winning championship go up drastically. (laughs) Yeah, they have seven of the sixteen teams. There you go. (laughs) Nah, I mean, but if. If we're calling it purely by if everybody voted the way I, I would vote, I, I don't see the Big 12 getting a vote in spot. Um, I just don't see a two and five team. I right mean, now. is that what is it? Or potentially two and six or a three and five team being voted in. Or or six and two not get getting voted in. Yeah, you know, over over a six and two LSU if the yeah. Florida wins this week, I just don't see it. Or Florida or anything else like that. I don't. I don't and I don't think any of those guys at three and five even have a big enough contest this week <laughs> that would sway the vote sway either. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, you know, it'd be interesting. And then you look at. But the SEC could have potentially five teams in, you know, between LSU, um, Florida, Alabama, Kentucky, and then even potentially, um, you know, Auburn if they if they come away with a big win over Alabama, or or Georgia, Georgia, yeah. Like they they have they definitely have a lot of teams um, that that are going to vie for for a, a playoff spot, um, even if they're just voted in. You know, joining us, who finally decided to, oh. to show up halfway through the PRI. Oh. I hope you brought donuts. I'm out. Late, See y'all later. Here. I don't be running now, Hall. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, joining us, we got Beard on Blast, the AD for Texas. Um, you know, how you doing this evening, brother? How was that chili cook-off? Oh, man, it actually went pretty good. Everybody loved my chili. Uh, they love me as much as they all love me. So that's a whole lot. Outstanding, and I love chili, especially when it's done right. You know, with no onions and, and peppers. Um, <laughs> I am not an onion and pepper guy. So you like tomato soup in a bowl and call it chili? What, what are we? What yeah, are we doing yeah, here? with beans, beans, yeah, <laughs> beans, <laughs> beans and meat, tomatoes, beans, and some and some deer meat, and I'm happy. Maybe some mushrooms. Well. Hey, look, look, all I'm saying is, as long as we got, got the beans and the, and the meat, you know, we're kind of all right. That's right. <laughs> all that other stuff, that's just extra. We don't need it all. 
Fair enough, it. fair enough. But, you know, that's getting like, back... That's like, um, that's like all that light, that's like light beer, man. Let's Yeah. Uh, but, you know, getting back into this, um, it's, it's going to be interesting because there's, there's a lot of teams, you know, that... that uh, USC, if they can pull, pull the win off, is that a, uh, over a Notre Dame? Is that enough to... And I, I know he's flicking me off in the camera, um, but USC is, is is really a good team. They're a very talented program. I, I don't think that they've had the kind of success that that the the talent of that program really. I'm not gonna say deserves, but um, they haven't played up to the level of, of the talent on that on that squad. And it's you know, it's no shot at Jacob. I mean, he's he's. He's doing a phenomenal job there. He did a great job. Great games. They did. They played very close with us. Um, you know, three point loss to us. They they've, they've played some really good games. Um, they're just, some of them. They came in, uh, you know, came out on the the wrong end of that coin flip. I'd like to. I think that it kind of portrays the fact that just because you're a 99 team doesn't mean that you're going to mesh well together with the pieces that you yep. have on your roster. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, absolutely. Or you, you may, you may be running a playbook that just doesn't fit your personnel. Yeah. Uh, and I, they, they, they do pretty well. Uh, USC does do a, a pretty good job. Um, but some people, sometimes I think they start overthinking things, and you're trying to tweak something that's already working, and and if it's working, don't mess with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the absolutely. world's worst. I gotta take yeah. But um, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, hypothetically, if USC were were to win, is that enough? Of, is that a you know? I mean, DT Hall is that a big enough of a win for a program like USC to? Because then they'd be what four and four. I I think anybody that honestly at this point, looking at everything, I think I can't name a team that would finish four and four and wouldn't be worthy of a vote in. Yeah. I mean, regardless of the competition, because, I mean, you're looking at Beard's Mighty Conference Championship title against the two and five everybody bunch, and then you've got... What? What? I brought the Charmin Triple Ultra Soft, okay? I paid Mike well for that. Don't hate me. <laughs> How else can I mean, start so, looking at the standings, you're looking at teams that could possibly go 4-4. Four and four. You're looking at, I think Clemson would be an iffy one, but if Clemson were to go 4-4, four and four, that means they beat LSU Week 8. So, that has to be worthy of something as well. Yeah. If USC beats Notre Dame to go 4-4, four and four, I mean, that has to be a boost. Not trying to, I'm just trying to, I mean... Georgia at four and four would be a win over Florida, which would knock Florida to three and five and out of the out of the race for seed number three. Auburn at four and four means they beat Bama and knock them to four. It's going to be hard for a four and four not to make it. But I mean, would that if if Georgia? That's a big game. That's a huge game for the SEC as a whole because if Florida wins, they take the three seed, which would knock LSU out into being a boat in right. Because you already got Kentucky, yeah. that's locked it up. And if LSU falls at six and two to be a vote in, that's going to hurt some of these guys sitting at three and five that are fighting for that number sixteen spot. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, 
That's a big isn't game. Like and then, still some, like, outside, isn't there like some still like outside chance that Florida wins the SEC? Yeah, Florida could actually win the SEC if like I don't yeah. remember what it. They have to win, and Kentucky and Bama have to lose. Yeah, and Tennessee, Tennessee has to end their streak of sixty losses or whatever the hell it is. But I think it's one hundred thirty-two. But I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> but you know how crazy would that be for Florida to lose? Now does they go from potentially being the third player, actually potentially being number one in their conference? To being completely dropped out of the playoff picture, because I think a loss to to Georgia would almost eliminate them. Yeah, you would think so because at that point, wouldn't you put Georgia in over Florida if you were gonna? Yeah, I was gonna say the winner of that game pretty much sinks up whoever gets their voting. Yeah, this is this that's gonna be a big game. We'll talk about that game a little bit more. Um, You know, so we're gonna jump into these top (laughs) ten and. We'll get everybody's thoughts on this. But Alabama comes in at number 10, Kentucky at number 9, Penn State at number 8, Notre Dame at 7, LSU at 6, Michigan at 5, Florida State at 4, Texas at 3, Illinois at number 2, and staying at number 1 this week uh, for the last couple weeks is Miami. And Adam, looking at this top 10, is is anything in there that you – you agree with, you disagree with, maybe a team flipped here or there. He's just going to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's thinking really hard. I'm betting he thinks that there's a certain golden blue team that should be behind a certain blue and white team. spot for Michigan is, is about right. Um, <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> The, He's talking about LSU. seven and eight. No, because I mean, after after that Michigan loss, you know, you you can't really argue that. I think. I don't know. I guess there's just a couple that you could flip flop around, but I mean, overall, that I think you got the ten best teams in the league in there. Yeah, and I I really like the top five. I, I think it's it's nailed down. Yeah, I think the right top five is dead on. Is dead on. I think um, I would drop really, I six to eight. Yeah, I, I think I'd. Yeah, that that was one of the ones I I just with their recent performance and you know. Just I mean, their their two the losses play. are against ten and eleven, where Notre Dame has lost to one and four, and Penn State has lost to two and five. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I wouldn't have them that that high up, but I'd still have them in my top. I'll just say. I think I sent this to I think I sent it to you, Adam. I think I said uh, my thing was one through five is pretty much I think where you have to just kind of look at it and say, okay, that makes sense. I think you can make arguments for six through ten. You can just about move. I mean, with obvious limitations, you can just about move everybody else kind of around, and you can make an argument for why it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So there's some fluidity in six. Which will be resolved this week. Because a lot of those teams are either going to win phase one for ten, or they're going to lose and drop out of the top ten and get that 12 Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if any of these top ten teams, they're all going to be favored walking into their games. Yeah. 
was about to say, I don't think there's any top 10 crime. Minus, top 10 minus top 10 Florida crime. State, the Miami-Florida State Yeah, the Miami-Florida yeah. State game. That's – which that could really shake things up too. Oh, it's going to – That would screw up the top five. <laughs> it's going to drop one to – what the five seed at a minimum, maybe the six seed in the actual tournament? Well, see, I think yeah. I think what happens is I think what yeah, well yeah, that thing is true. The top four is one through four, or the conference winners are one through four. But I think in the end polls, what it'll do is it, let's just say hypothetically they beat, beat Miami, uh, Illinois takes back one, Florida State goes two. You can't tell me, as the Texas coach, you can't tell me. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it won't matter because Miami, at best, will only be able to be a five seed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if they lose, yeah, that's gonna be a fun game to watch. It should be. That is a you know de facto ACC championship game. Yeah, yeah. Whoever wins it takes the championship. Um, and they both suck. Fucking both. Maybe, maybe hey, look, maybe. I'm just saying. In, in a rare case, don't get used to this. All Notre Dame, Notre Dame, and the Missouri book should not be overlooked. Yeah, it's just a book. It's just a book. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know. <laughs> yeah, but some books. Just are a really good, good book. Yeah, yeah, some books are really good. <laughs> Hey. Once you figured out that book, it gets really, really good. I saw him drop that, and I watched that damn AD Playbook channel for two days straight. I was like, nope, nope. Y'all really going to let it wait till Monday? <laughs> nope, nope. Okay. That's how y'all want to do I it. Was, <laughs> I knew as soon as you dropped I did the same thing when you dropped Fresno. I was like, all right, <laughs> let's, just, let's just play. Nobody takes it. And then I was like, I, would, I, I don't even remember who I was talking to. I said, Paul could like walk into a hailstorm of nails and spit and rain and fire and get hit. But the second he gets hit, he ain't never getting touched again. He will, he will put himself in a bad situation and then magic happens and he's automatically in a better situation than he was when he started. Like, if only they what? had the tier changes for other decisions in my AD career. Oh, how things might be different. Because <laughs> there was nothing like I being so stuck shocked. in the pistol one year and stuck in the triple another. I was like, God, just let me out of this season. Hey, don't be don't be picking on the pistol and the one guys. <coughs> I did that one season. Never again. You're not really great. Really <laughs> it looks so great in playbook testing, though. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, I, I, I've been got a couple times with that, too. Like, just gaudy numbers when you're testing the playbook, and all of a sudden, once you commit to it, you're like, you can <coughs> never find that sweet spot again. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Or you, or you used to. I I was bad about that. I'd go into a column, just because somebody else did, and they had the book I wanted, and I was like, okay, I can make this book work, and just hope that they drop that book, and I'll just sit here and wait for it, and then they just sit on it. 
Hey, Rory, if you're listening, I'm talking about you, motherfucker. <laughs> when we had Nebraska. Yeah. Back when Nebraska used to run Clemson every year to a 2-6 and six record. Yeah. Good back, times. Back when, back when we walked to school, up you in the <laughs> snow, both ways. <laughs> both ways. Yeah. Old, old, old good old Nebraska days. One day they'll be back. No more. They'll be back someday. I don't know. Right now, right now they're out there with Oklahoma. <coughs> Beat it down. I want to be an AD again for a day, and they'll bring back Nebraska, and then he'll quit. Yeah. Well, right, right before the season starts. <laughs> nah, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> oh, 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 we play tomorrow. Yeah, I, I decided to not be an AD anymore. I got, I got AD remorse. It's like buyer's remorse, but it's like when I decide to be an AD. So. <laughs> Y'all are horrible. B is gonna message me now. Thanks. That's two DMs I'll be getting. <laughs> That's what we're trying for. How many more can we shoot for tonight? So uh, you know, here's where we can start moving into Monday night's games. You know, or moving into next week's games. We'll kick off with Monday night. You know, our first game of the of the week is Notre Dame at USC in the Coliseum. Um, and Adam, I want to get your thoughts on this game. I'm not going to get Dustin because, you know, he's one of the teams that's playing, but Notre Dame at USC Monday night. First game kicks us off. Well, this, this has the potential to be a really good game. I mean, if USC shows up like, like they did against Penn State and some of these other high caliber teams. Uh, this could be a really high-scoring, high-scoring game. I think it also means a lot, like we said earlier, as far as the playoff hopes for USC. I think a, a loss here doesn't do you any favors in the minds of the voters when the most recent thing they have to go on is is a loss. Yeah, to a playoff. So game. yeah, so if if. If they want to keep playoff hopes alive, they have to get a win against Notre Dame. But I, I think Notre Dame's just too much for them, and I, I see it being a really good game. But I think I think Notre Dame gets them by. USC is very talented. Yes, they are very, very talented. It'll be interesting to see. The thing that I don't like about USC, here's why I I lack a little bit of confidence in selecting them to win this game, is do you get the USC that showed up for for Penn State or even Michigan, or do you get the USC that showed up for Oregon? That's the problem. Um, A little bit more consistency out of them, I'd have a little bit more, um, I wouldn't be as hesitant to, to try and pick them, but I got Notre, Notre Dame in this one. What do you think, Beard? You know, I sometimes I question whether Hall's really still invested at all, you know, and sometimes I wonder if, you know, he's even here anymore. He might just be slacking off. Yeah. I would like to take credit for reinvigorating Hall at this point because, you know, you know, I think he was – Think he was he was he was checked out and I checked him back in. You're welcome to everybody else. You know, oh, as no. as 
as Dustin shows us all three going on at the same time. How do you even compute? I mean, to watch all three screens, uh, lots of practice. <laughs> Sorry, call my dad by. It used to be four. Oh. It used to be four. Yeah. How how yeah. does your brain compute what's going on in four different you know, Sims L at the same time? You just you get used to it. You have to have a a nice wide vision array, and you have to hope that the the huddles are staggered perfectly at times to where you can watch all three plays separately. <laughs> Sometimes they get they get lumped together and it just causes chaos. But he's like, yes, no. <laughs> he's Dude, I yes. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that happens. You're like, hell yeah, sack interception. What the hell was that shot down the field? What? <laughs> Gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. Um, but you know, back to you, Beard. I'm sorry if we're cutting you off. Um, and I just think you moved So I think uh, I think the thing is is it's I think I think Hall's comfortable. I think he's found what he wants. So uh, Katie bar the door for everybody else. I said it earlier. Uh, I would not count Notre Dame out of any. If you're putting together a list of who can win it all, I wouldn't count their name out of any of it. As yeah. much as it pains me to say that, you know, it hurts deep deep in my soul to compliment Hall in any way, shape, form, or fashion. But, uh, you know, he knows what he's doing. He's obviously proven he knows what he's doing. Uh, I've never actually beat Notre Dame or him. So, you know, there's that. There's that painful memory. I so will I, s- I'll, I'll say this about the game this week. And I'm not going to – Say we're gonna win. Say we're gonna lose. We're we're in regardless. But uh, we are gonna put forth an effort to try to get the win, just because we you know want to be seated higher than other people in this room, like Penn State. (laughs) But this this will a be our biggest test since we've moved into this offense, and b this will be our biggest test that we've seen since since weeks one and two where we we stumbled out of the gate. Yeah. No, so. absolutely. You know, this is this is a must win for Notre Dame as far as um you know, seeding goes and this is a must win for USC as far as do I make the playoffs or are we sitting on the couch watching this? I was gonna say, I, I think even with a loss, Notre Dame still makes the playoffs, right? Yeah, they're locked in, but you know now you're you're I mean, obviously for, that's not how they want to go in. Well, well, we'll get into the playoff scenario, but there there is a little bit of jockeying between Notre Dame and Penn State because both teams right okay. now are five and two. Both teams have quality losses to top five opponents, um, and both teams want to play Cincinnati in the first round. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, 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 do, you play, do you play Cincinnati or do you play you know Alabama? Alabama you know, um, so there, there's some. I mean, there. they're relatively the same thing, aren't they? Ooh. Ooh. Ouch. Ouch. Shots. Shots to where? And where? Where's I've never years? I've never had anybody on my That's team a, catch a catch a where, so I guess I I guess I'm okay playing Bama. <laughs> I Look, I had to I had to kind of take a shot at my former protege who I thought everything he knows and now he's branched out on his own. You know, where's doing his thing but I had to smack him back down to assistant coach level, you know, week one. It ain't never been the same thing. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm okay with playing either one of those teams. I, you know, um, it's been a long time since I beat 
Was it where? The, was where the AD of Alabama when I beat him? And then the, then the next question is, so let's say you play Cincinnati. So, so let's put this map together. Is the nine, and I'm getting into the whole playoff scenario thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. But is the nine seed, would you rather play Cincinnati followed by, let's say, Illinois? Miami or Illinois. <laughs> or would you rather play Alabama in the first round followed by Miami? Well, here's the thing. So I, I've, I've broken this playoff scenario down. And if you're, if you're, if you're the nine seed playing Cincinnati and you win, then you got to play number one Miami. If they win, or root for Florida State for chaos. Or yeah, root for Florida State this week for chaos. Um, but if you're the ten seed, you would open up most likely against Alabama, and then you would play the winner of Illinois versus whoever it is that they they'll play in the voting. Um, and I'll, I'll give my prediction on that here uh, when we get into that. Um, so yeah, it, it's definitely interesting. Which one do you want to take? Which one would probably be the easier route? Would Miami or Illinois be the easier easier team to try and beat? Um, I don't think there is an easier route. scenario. No, I, I think those either way. Yeah, once you start getting into those top, the teams that are in the top ten, none of those games against any of those opponents are going to be count on wins. Yeah. You know, so we'll move on to the next Go ahead, Beard. Go ahead, Beard. I was just going to say, I think the seed proved, proved that. So, I mean, they gave Miami everything they wanted. The only problem they had was depth. Depth showed them. So, I mean, if, if UNC has depth, they can take Miami out. Anybody can take Miami out. I think Which would be yeah. more enjoyable? Here's the question. Here's the real question. Which would be more enjoyable, to shut Drake up or to shut Carr up? Are you asking me? Yeah, which any of you? Which would be more enjoyable to shut Drake up because you beat oh. Illinois, or to shut Carr up because you beat Miami? Probably Drake because he talks more. <laughs> like Carr only talks on game day. Yeah, yeah I talk Drake to Carr way too game. much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carr is like Carr is like when you quit smoking, and he's that cigarette that's been sitting in your truck for like six months. You said I'm gonna throw it out. But no. But it's just sitting over there chirping at you in the back of your mind. It's not actually saying anything, but it's there. Well, Drake goes into other teams' games and just starts Illinois. repping Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> That's all he says, Illinois. <laughs> Illinois, fighting Illini. Let's be honest, though. Drake's the only player to ever make a quarterback and retire in that Yeah. Yeah. It was atrocious. Yeah, it was pretty bad. He was not a fan of being a TV anymore. <laughs> and, but we'll move on to the next game, which is um, Miami at Florida State. Now, this is the Huge fat game. Joe. This is the, the This is the ACC championship Ooh. game. Whoever wins this is the number one team in the ACC. They clinched that, that number one seed um, for, for their conference. Uh, and very likely, or very possibly... Uh, the number one seed going yeah, in. If Miami, if could Miami win, wins, then they'll be they, the, they'll they, probably end up being the number one seed. If Florida State wins, then Illinois will probably take that one seed over, and and Florida State will move to the two seed. Um, 
potentially. It, it does throw some some wackiness in there, but is the only person that's played both of them here. Uh, yeah. It's going to, I think it could be a good matchup. It depends on how's Miami going to attack this. Is their 80s on a cruise ship going somewhere right now? If Miami comes out throwing the ball, I don't think that there is a team in the league that has a secondary that can shut them down. If Miami comes out and tries to do the dual threat thing, I think it's going to open the door for Florida State to be able to keep up with them more. Because I don't, I think the weakness of Miami is their defense, but I also think the weakness of Florida State is their defense. So yeah. it just matters. But how big is Elijah Pence in that secondary <sighs> of Florida State? I mean, he can't he cover. Up, he can't cover four it, receivers at once. You can't cover four elite wide receivers. <laughs> no, you can't you cover all four with your one dude. <laughs> I don't even care if you have two Elijah Pence. You still can't cover all four of them. No, no. He he he's he's the kind of weapon though defensively that can shut uh, one side of the field down. Agreed. And I, I'm just curious to say it's been. We've seen where Miami comes out and they throw the ball sometimes all over the place. But yeah. then we've seen yeah. games where they try to come out and be balanced, like we saw against North Carolina, and it allowed North Carolina to stay in that game when they should. They had no right to be anywhere close to that game. But and, and credit to North Carolina for the game plan they submitted, but I think part of that was also on Miami for not just coming out and using their main weapons and, and – just destroying them quick. Yeah, yeah. I would like to throw this out for for, for the panel. I basically have an Elijah. Pence. I'm not going to tell you that he's pound for pound at, at, at the same level as Elijah Pence because of the GT versus the regular player. But statistically, he's played just as well as Elijah Pence. Receive uh, interception wise, deflection wise, touchdown inside of the field wise. As Percy King, he talks a lot of crap. But we couldn't even come close to shut down those four wide receivers. I mean, they they hit us for 27. I mean, now, we gambled and lost, but I still haven't seen anybody shut down all four wide receivers, or even two or four. I mean, no. you've got three, you've got three true steroid era wide receivers at one, two, and three, six, grab, however you want to. And then you've got a four, two, just a little bit behind him, but he's still a stinking good wide receiver. And they've got four of them. I don't know any team in the league that's got more than two, and they have four. I think the only secondary in the league that could come out and shut down that passing game or at least attempt to shut down that passing game is Kentucky. Yeah, I think maybe Michigan. Michigan's got a really good secondary. They have two good – the problem is once you get past those those top two cornerbacks, you still have to rely on cornerback three and cornerback four. I just think Michigan's downfall is their offense. I don't think their offense could punch as much as – or couldn't punch enough to keep up with Miami. I don't think – I think everybody approaches Miami and says, how do I stop those four wide receivers? You've got to get out of that town. You're not stopping those four wide receivers. Just go ahead and prep for the fact that they're going to do what they're going to do. You just have to limit the damage and then score faster. If you can get that down, you can beat them. That's it. 
I think there's a couple of things that can do it. It just doesn't happen to But I'm not 100% sure anybody can get those numbers together fast enough already. It's hard to stop that that group of wide receivers that they have. Yeah. I've went up against that, that group several times. It is, it is tough. They're, go, they're going to get their yards. And when you focus on this one, that one ha- has a breakout game. And all of a sudden, Bolden, he's freaking everywhere. Yeah. That is the sneakiest, that is the sneakiest right. dude in the league. Right, and you can't get too you can't get too soft either. Like a lot of people have talked about, well, you just got to play them against the pass. If you get too soft, Dobbins is a running quarterback by nature, oh, that, yeah, and he has a G two hat So if you get too soft, they'll run on. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a fun game. <laughs> yeah, Adam, what have you got in this one? It's, I mean, I just, I, I, I think it's gonna be a good game. Florida State has the potential to keep this close. You know, I believe Pence makes some good plays and 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 keeps him in this game. But like I said, I I don't know how you stop four wide receivers that are built that way. I mean, any one of those can start on any other offense in this league. Be their number one guy. <laughs> so. Mm. Or number two, it's it's hard to. <laughs> or number three, yeah, that's wherever they fit best. But they could. So I don't I I don't know how you stop that, and I don't think anybody else does either. <laughs> so basically, what y'all are saying and what I'm gathering is, um, Tom, be prepared to have a a fun game, but take the L. Well, I think here's the crazy part about that. I think you're looking at like polar opposites on the spectrum. I think Miami's probably on paper got the better team just on paper. But Tom's seen as the Florida State's got the better experience on coaching. So it, it could be done. However, I did hear Logan got the help with the setting this week, so that's probably the mm-hmm. fact that. Miami, mercy some. <laughs> so, so I just want this on record. I'll say it. If, if Logan had anything to do with the Senate, it's a mercy roll game by Miami. Ouch. I think it'll be a I'd say pick the over. <laughs> no matter what it is, even if it's a 90, take the over. and. Uh, you might be safe at 120. I'm going to say Miami by at least a couple touchdowns. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that's just the general consensus. Miami's just, they've been that team all season, either one or two. You know, them in Illinois have been fighting it out all season for that one and two spot, and I, I, I don't think it changes. But, I mean, it's, it's fun when you have a game that has those kind of storylines attached to it, though, you know. Not so fast, my friends. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, here comes the Florida State. Uh, Lee Corso's in the house, and he... Yeah, look. Uh, I had to step away for a second, so I don't know what y'all were talking about, but I'm going I'm to chime in here with this Miami-Florida State game. Um, I, I'll, t- 
I'll tell you this much. Um, I will I will almost always take the side of a seasoned when two teams are really relatively close. I'll take the side of a seasoned AD in the game planning over the talent any day. Um, because game planning can outweigh the talent just as much as what the talent can outweigh the game plan. All right. Do you really believe that? <laughs> yes. Do you? Uh, yeah. Okay. I think that the, I think there are times where I can out game plan you, and I may be able to win by three points, seven points. I agree. Where I out game planned you, and even though you may have had the more talented roster. Okay. Now I also believe that you can have a very bad game plan and still win the game by three points or seven points because of how vast the talent was. Um, so if I'm choosing between Miami and Florida State, I'm choosing Tom um, and his coaching staff over Miami. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. And and Miami's AD's on a cruise somewhere. He, he's yeah? Not why why isn't Tom on the podcast right now? Is because it because he's, he's swimming? Uh, come on now. He's probably game planning as he's out a... with his girlfriend. I think I think there is some truth, and, and I think there's a, like, especially when the parody gets really good. Like I'll throw me and Ian Hall. I think Hall and I would, if we play right now, it's, it's whoever game plans. I think that's one hundred percent true. But if you tell me and you take either one of us. And this is not a shot at this. But if you take either one of us and give us Colorado or Tennessee and tell us we have to play the other one, game planning ain't going to be enough to overcome that conference. Like, that's going to be tough. And I just you want to know. I don't know that there's. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I just don't think there's a. I, there's nobody in the league that can play. They can play those four receivers. Like they're just gonna. I don't even care if you go out there and you burn their offense every drive. They're gonna burn your de- or burn their defense every drive. They're gonna they're gonna burn yours. You just can't okay. cover them. So I let mean, me let me try. ask you this. Let me ask you this then. UNC has the roster that Florida State had with that game plan that they played against Miami. Would UNC have won? Yes, but that would be. I think the difference there isn't the isn't better game planning. You put you took a much better game plan against a much worse game. I don't think Miami's gonna make that mistake two weeks in a row. I I think they're gonna go through what they know they can do and they're gonna throw the ball. And they're gonna say, Through this balance run game, sorry about your GP halfback, but he thinks we get like four touches. Was that the A D trying to get his halfback stats? Because they thought Maybe. they had a shoe-in win against North Carolina. I honestly, this is what I think. I think he tried to do something that I did. So when we played uh, Cincinnati, we rushed for 280 yards. We hadn't rushed for 280 yards, I don't think, the whole season prior. But I had, I knew coming up, I knew that Oklahoma State is going to game plan for us, whether they're worse than us or not. But I knew we were coming up on the playoffs. I needed people to see that if we really want to run the ball, we can. But you at least have to look at it. I think he tried to do that. I think he tried to make people think, hey, you 
can sell out on the pass, but we can still run. And I just don't think it worked out. Okay, so what about Syracuse hung in with Miami, 24-41? Syracuse outgame yeah. playing the fuck out of us. I think Syracuse is better than Piper says they I think Syracuse has hit on some game plans in the past, and in back-to-back weeks they hung with both Notre Dame and Miami, and then I don't know if they changed something. I know they changed their defense. Why they changed their defense after hanging with those two teams, I have no idea. But they changed their defense going into that that last game that they played, I think, against Florida State. They changed to a 4-3 multiple from a 4-3. Yeah. A 4-2-5-1. Something like that. Yeah. I'm just saying, game planning can get only take you so far, and same with talent. Talent can only take you so far as well. If you've got the talent that Florida State has with the veteran coaching staff that they have versus a team like Miami that's super talented, but he's a first-year AD and he's on a cruise. Yeah, he's got a coaching staff that's probably simming, and he knows I'm joking about him being on a career. He really is, but I, I, I'm sure he's put in the work and his coaching staff's putting in the work. He knows he knows his settings. Um, I've, I've, I've almost got to take Florida State in this one for me. That's me. We'll, we'll move on to the next game. And that's going to be Tuesday night, and that's the world's largest, largest cocktail party. Mm-hmm. Played in Jacksonville. That is going to be Georgia- at Florida, Florida will, will technically be the home team in this uh, neutral site game. Now, this is a big game for both these these programs. Like we talked about earlier, Florida wins, um, and then Alabama, Kentucky both lose. Then Florida could could end up the number one team in the SEC. Um, at worst case, Florida ends up as the number three three team. But if they lose, and Georgia wins, Florida could potentially be completely out of the playoff picture. And now Georgia emerges as the team that might get the vote in from the SEC. Um, you know, Dustin, what's your thoughts? Coin toss. I, I don't – what Florida's showing up? That's yeah. the yeah. – That's I mean, that's the million dollar – what Florida is showing up. Is it going to be the Florida that can go out and and put up points and – and handle their business, or is it going to be the Florida that chokes under pressure and misses the playoffs? I mean, I don't know what to expect out of them ever, week to week, for the last two or three seasons. Sorry, Venom. I just, I don't. And I'm not saying they can't win, but they might. They might go out and win by 20, or they might go out and lose by 20. You just don't know what to expect ever. Yeah. Now, Adam, what's your thoughts? Who you got? Georgia, Florida. Yeah, this is this is a big game. I mean, for both of these programs, a huge game for Georgia's playoff hopes. Um, Florida has the ability to go out and I mean, beat some really good teams. Georgia's been been kind of figuring things out, and 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 they yeah. look a lot better. Yeah. now and I think Gene's starting to fi- figure some things out with that offense and I mean it's it's coming together they have a really good defense but uh, I think F- if Florida comes out really heavy on offense 
I, I think they win this game. Does Georgia really have a good defense? I mean, they're 23rd in total defense of 28 teams, and they're 18th in points allowed. I mean, they got some good talent on their defense. Who's their biggest? Eh, now I'm looking. They haven't. They won over Auburn, Tennessee, and Cincinnati. Hey, I thought they beat them. Nope, they lost to Bama. I thought they beat yeah. somebody stupid that they weren't supposed to. Nope. Yeah, they did. Because they won me a bunch on Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. So who was it? Tennessee it's LSU. It's be LSU. and Auburn. That's it. No, they beat LSU. Because I've, right that that no, I've been ragging on Cyrus. I've been ragging on LSU. No, Florida beat LSU. Yeah, we're talking mean, about that, we're talking about Georgia. Are we talking about Georgia? Did they beat Kentucky? No, Georgia no. lost 48-17 oh, oh. to Kentucky. No, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia hasn't. They lost 51-35 to LSU. They beat Auburn. They beat Cincinnati. They stopped Tennessee oh, 77-38. But they lost to Alabama and they lost to Michigan at the beginning of the season. Yeah, but they gave up 38 they, to Tennessee. They did. I know they put up 77, but they gave up 38. Tennessee. Which which is my point. They're twenty third in total defense in the league. Yeah, I still think I I'd say Florida Florida takes it. Yeah, I think Florida's got this. I mean I just don't think that Georgia has the the secondary to stop seventy passes a game. I'm changing my vote. If Georgia vote. wins this if Georgia wins <laughs> this, they can go. After looking at everything, go Gators. <laughs> I think this just perfectly lines up for Florida. Like, I love my boy Gene, but his biggest issue is stopping the pass. And if we all know anything about Venom, it's how much he hates running the ball. So, yeah. He lines up. He's like Texas a, a season or two ago. <laughs> I think he went 3-5 and, and got fired. I never went 3-5 and, and got fired. I went 3-5 and five and tried to hope, hoped I got fired. Does that count? I think Horns was actually good. Horns and Ware were there together. Um, and so we'll move on to to another matchup that um, I think it's big for for one of these teams. The other team is just isn't going to be able to compete as far as getting into the playoffs. Oregon at Washington. Um, Oregon coming off a big win against USC and and played Michigan and, and Penn State very very well. Um, and easily could have won those games. I mean, this is a team that I think um, has the had the potential to really take the number two seed in in the Big Ten this season if they uh, if they had gotten that win over Michigan and Penn State. Uh, you know that, that that's how close Oregon is. Oregon's literally like what is it, thirteen points away from being number the number two seed in the Big Ten. Yeah, really good program. I don't, I don't see Washington hanging into this in this game. I think Oregon walks away with this one, and Oregon solidifies themselves as a a almost guaranteed vote in. What do you think, Adam? I mean, Washington has has shown that. I mean, they they can hang with with some good teams, but. Oregon just seems to really be putting it together, and it, I think they've got some things figured out there. And I, 
I don't see Washington winning this. I think Washington can keep it halfway competitive, but I don't see them pulling off the win. Maybe yeah. the Ducks. Dustin, what's your thoughts? I think it has the potential of being a good game. Uh, I'm I'm proud of what the uh, the two guys over there at Oregon have done, stepping up and mm-hmm. and filling the shoes yeah. for Vinny. They've uh, they've really shocked me on on how much they've been busting ass. And they, uh, I I'll be honest, uh, I've said it before in league chat, but that people may think I've put in a lot of input over there, but pretty much all I did was go in there and. Uh, give them the trial by fire type of treatment and they bounce questions off of me here and there, but it, it's all been them and come the night before games, they, they give me the settings and I punch them in for them. And that's, that's been about my extent of any kind of involvement. Those guys have, uh, they've shocked me with some of their plans and, uh, how they've actually turned out. So we'll, we'll see what they can do here again this week. I, I have faith in them. I, I think it has a potential of being a close game, though. Yeah. No, or, I mean, I think Washington can hang in with them for the first half. Yeah, that, that, and I, I sure think, they can hang. I think after that, the depth of Washington's secondary is going to have a really hard time keeping up with uh, people like Gavin Lucier and and the rest of those Oregon wide receivers. You know, Beard, I want to get your thoughts on this one, Oregon at Washington. Who are you leaning towards? Uh, I feel like I'm kind of obligated to go with Oregon. You know, I owe them an apology. I folded Oklahoma, then inadvertently folded their AD, too. So, you know, there's that. Uh, nah, I agree. I think uh, I got to go with what Hall said. He did a really good job of of kind of putting those guys in a situation where they either sank or swam. And I'll be danged if they didn't start breaststroking their little hearts out. And they're they're playing good ball, so I think Oregon's got the upper hand. I think they've got the talent and the coaching going for them right now. I think they pull this one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. You, you got to love it when when coaches step up and put in the time to submit a good game plan, and 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 see the dividends pay off to a team that at the beginning of the season. You know, was was pretty much lost and broken. Oh yeah, we were debating whether they were going to be worse than Colorado or worse than Tennessee. No, we're the job this Give a lot of credit to to those guys over there. Some of those guys, yeah. So we'll move on to the Wednesday night slate. Um, first night where we'll have some YouTube games. Um. West Virginia at Pitt. Both of these teams are two and five. I don't think either one of these teams is going to probably get voted in. Um, I, I, I honestly, and that's no shot at either one of those two teams. It's just you, you're you're in the conferences you're in, and you, you didn't win the games that you, you you should have, or at least the amount of games that you should have won in order to to be looked at as a team to to be in the playoffs. Um, this is a game that I think. Both these teams are going into this for pride and and to build on for next season. Um, this is a tough one. This is a coin toss for me. I I, I think West Virginia takes this one, <clears throat> but I wouldn't be surprised if Pitt wins this either. Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I think this is. I think this is a really big game for West Virginia. 
because of the, it was almost like they went into like a regression halfway through the season where, you know, the first, the first few weeks of the season, they looked pretty good. And you were like, Oh, you know, West Virginia, you know, maybe a team to contend with. And then it, it seemed like as the season went on, they just, you saw less and less of that team. So I think this is a big game for them to end their season on a positive note and, and, you know, show that they, they've circled the wagons and, 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 and righted the ship, so to speak. But I, I, I think they win it. Dustin, what's your thoughts? West Virginia at Pitt. I just like to start off by saying, I love hearing the Oklahoma state AD talk about circling the wagons and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I like, I like. I'm gonna go pit. I like I the explosiveness it. of the pit offense. They've got two pretty good wide receivers. They've got May on the back end on the defensive side. On the flip side, I a win by West Virginia. Although I know it's it's a lower end ACC team, but a, a win by the Big Twelve in an out of conference game would do do them wonders at this point in the season just to to boost their stock a little bit going into the off season as well but i i think i've got pit in this one just because of the offensive firepower yeah beard what do you think uh the paul and i are on like a on like a lover's trip here we're we're finding a lot of things in common uh i think uh i think uh pit has shown signs all season of, of some explosiveness, some ability to be good, but they haven't really ever, they have they just haven't pushed it the final distance they needed. Um, I also have to agree. Uh, I like all the, I like all the guys over at and girl over at West Virginia, but I agree. They've kind of, they've kind of just seemed to me like they've gotten, Almost not maybe stagnant's not the right word, but like they've just hit that snag where they're just they're kind of we are what we are we're not getting we're not pushing past it. Uh, so I I think I think Pitt goes in there they both hate each other not really but you know that rivalry they hate each other. So I think that it's a situation where Pitt goes in there they've they've got to get that monkey off their back have they beat them recently I don't for some reason I think they're like on a three game skid or something maybe they won not too long ago but either way I think Pitt really has the firepower to actually take it this year uh, if they go to a good game plan and put in the work then I think they got it yeah so we'll move on to the first YouTube game of the of the week. That's going to be Boise at Colorado. This game is interesting because Colorado has shown some really good game plans this season and, and done really well against some teams that, honestly, I think that they should have gotten probably blown out by. Um, man, this is, I want to say Colorado gets their first win of the season. Ooh. Whoa, what hot take. I like it. I think this is, you know... Boise is another one of those teams where you're like, all right, well, what Boise are you going to get? You know, are you, are you, 
they 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 come out some weeks and it look like they've got it figured out and then come out the next week and and lose to somebody that you ne you don't think that they should lose to Colorado they're starting to figure out a few things offensively they've got some good weapons and I mean I think I think I, I think I'm I'm with Colorado on this one I like it. I mean, Colorado is statistically 28th in total in total defense and 27th in total um, points allowed. They're also 23rd in total offense and 25th in, in points scored. But when we look at Boise and we compare that, Boise's, you literally have the 28th in total defense versus the 27th in total defense. This is not going to be a defensive battle between these two programs. This is going to come down to... Who can put up the most points? What do you think, Dustin? I think Boise in back-to-back -back weeks gives up the first wins of the season to new teams. Like it. Last week, Washington. This week, Colorado. All right, Beard. Ouch. That's, I honestly <laughs> did not think coming into this that I would be the uh, – the minority in this call. I think Boise is going to come out with something to prove. And, and I don't, this is not because of all the crap talking in Colorado and I did back and forth at the beginning of the year. Uh, I think you're fixing to see a glimpse of old Boise and it might be over by the third quarter. How old? Uh, well, yeah, which, yeah. Season, which season, Boise? You gotta get pretty old. Well, I didn't know Boise that went, that went 3 and, that went 0-3 oh and, and missed the playoffs? Or? Are we going back no. to season 11, Boise? Is, is that where we're at now? Or? No, what was it, season 16 where they went, like, ridiculous? Wasn't it 15? 15, 15. 15 where they had the Phantom Championship game? <laughs> and they had they had AD retire, the AD retirement home? Yeah. <laughs> We love you, Boise. Not really. No, really. I'm just trying to get as many DMs sent to sent to the podcast headquarters as possible today. <laughs> what, what, what the comment section going to look like this? <laughs> that Bluefield's nauseating. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, not, they're not playing in Boise, are they? No, they're playing in Colorado. Okay, here, here's a, here's a question. A statement. Oh, yeah, that Which is the worst field in the league? Boise. Boise. I don't know, man. I hate I hate Oregon's field. I do too. Every time yeah, that I have Oregon a home game watching up. those guys, it's like, dude, Oregon these trees have got to go. Thanks, Horns, for putting up that money to do that. Hey, look, you better be glad. Y'all better be glad whoever does that doesn't do it anymore because we were going to paint the all uh, the Texas field burn orange and then put we're back in the end zones. <laughs> it was happening. That's crazy. That's so. So basically, we got three for for West Virginia. Or excuse me, three for Colorado and one for Boise. Yep. Uh, all right. So y'all two are going to be cut out of this one because the next game um, coming up is OK State at Texas. So Beard and Adam, y'all don't really get to talk. Um, <coughs> this is an interesting game because I, Texas is super high powered offense. They're, they're a really talented program. Um, 
OK State actually has a really good defense. If we're looking at OK State's defense and we're comparing it to the league, they're fourth in total defense and ninth in points allowed. They have a killer defense. Um, you want to pull my now, defensive stats? Now, when we look at Oklahoma State's offense, they're 24th in total offense, 27th in points scored. I think a lot of that comes from the red zone um, efficiency when you only got one halfback. And it's it's now third and goal, um, and and you're handing it off to a walk on halfback. The, I think that's where hurts most OK State most of the time. Um, OK State has probably the most prolific running offense in the league, and that's difficult to game plan for when you're talking about somebody like Fred Thomas. Now on the flip side, Texas has the number one total defense and the number one points allowed. I think that's where the matchup is. If OK State can control the ball, move the ball the way they they want this game to go, they can compete. I don't see OK State winning this. Love you, brother. But I, I got Texas in this one. Dustin, what do you got? So Oklahoma State has the fourth-rated defense. They have the fourth total defense, which means um, yards per game. See, and this is where I go back to the, and y'all can hate me because two of you probably will in a second. How much are these numbers inflated by the conference they're in? Yeah, very possible. Yeah, no, it's a valid point. Uh, my problem with with this matchup is. Oklahoma State's known to, to run the ball down people's throats. That's kind of their bread and butter and what they've done all season, right? Yeah. Who Except else had that who else had that template going against Texas? And how did that pan out for them? Yeah, who was who was number one before Oklahoma State was? I believe that would have been Baylor last week that ran for thirty two yards. Uh, Baylor really hasn't been impressive on the ground since week one. Yeah, they 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 only ran for like sixty something against us. There's there's a difference in like the way Baylor runs the ball because Baylor's a three headed monster. Okay, State, it's Fred Thomas. You've got to stop him. Or or Olaf on the on the on the read option. Yeah, but. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, we, we talked about this before the podcast started. I, I, I like the Kansas State book. It was up there on my list of books that I was thinking on, but since I somehow drafted 27th, even though I had a fucking whatever record last year. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> I drafted 28th. I feel your pain. But <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get to pick the books that I wanted to pick, but um, I think... Oklahoma State could make it a game. I don't think Oklahoma State will make it a game. I think I think Texas has this one. Yeah. Just because of the, sh- the the talent discrepancy between the two teams. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I am 100% in agreement with you. I think OK State can make this game. Um, but we'll see. we'll see Wednesday night. We'll see. I will say this. It's the only thing I'm going to say, not about the game in general. I know that they're going to come out and give me everything they got. It is not going to be a cakewalk. 
Does, no, Oklahoma, I mean, does Oklahoma State have anything to chirp in with? Pokes. Special <laughs> Sure as hell isn't Bedlam Week 8 now, is it? No, it's not. It's You're welcome. It's not the rivalry I'm used to. Oh, well. But it's the rivalry you needed. I'm used to beating up on Hall. Now I gotta, Fuck off. gotta find a new gotta, gotta, gotta find a new one. <laughs> so we're gonna move on to the next game. That's LSU at Clemson. That'll be on YouTube. I got LSU. <laughs> yeah. And that that that's really not a dig at Clemson. It's just LSU is is talent wise, game planning wise. I think they're they're just. I think LSU <laughs> takes this one and really makes makes a case for them being in the playoffs. Because like like you said, if Florida wins, LSU is now having to be voted in. Yeah, this this is like a statement game for LSU, especially coming off that a, a recent loss. Let me get let's, let's ask this question just because I'm curious. If Florida wins and LSU loses, is LSU out of the playoffs? If Florida wins, Florida's in the playoffs as the three seed. Right, but if, if, if right, but if LSU loses, if LSU lo- even if LSU wins, they have to be voted in, right? If Florida wins, they have to be voted in. If LSU loses, they'll be what five and three. I still think that they get voted in. Yeah, they're five unless, and three. Yeah. Unless Clemson just blows them out of the yeah. water, but I mean, I I guess it's not fucking impossible, but. Even I, even then, I just fucking impossible. Even then, I think they're five. <laughs> you can't vote in a three and five team over a team like LSU at five and three. It's just LSU is going to make the playoffs. It's just, are they, where are they going to be seated? Do they have to go against a, a Miami and Illinois, a Michigan, a Texas, uh, Florida state, maybe. Yeah, Do y'all remember how state. insufferable they made league chat for like a week after the championship? I do. Yeah, I do. Pepperidge Farm remembers. That's right. Pepperidge Farm remembers. So you remember when you need that vote because Florida wins. My DMs are open. <laughs> no, nah, they should get in regardless, even if they drop to five and three. I mean, they have wins over Florida State. They have a win over Florida, who will be in. They have a win over Kentucky, who will somehow be the SEC champion. So, I mean, I don't see how they're not in. To, to clarify, LSU lost to Florida. Florida. Yeah. But, which is why if Florida wins, well, LSU bad. has to be LSU Florida. LSU has to be booted because Florida gets the head-to-head. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. It, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be fun. Um, you know, Beard, what's your thoughts on this one? Florida, LSU. Uh, think, or, excuse me, LSU or SEC, um, Clemson. LSU, Clemson, yeah. I think the SEC is a mess. Um, there's a there's a ton of really good schools playing in the SEC. Uh, I think there is, and even even the bad schools, or what you call the bad schools in the SEC, are still pretty good, with the exception of right now. I don't think this, I don't I don't necessarily think this will be the case forever. But right now, Tennessee is the only school you just look at and like, ah, okay. Everybody else are kind of like, oh, well, they could win this. I think LSU has, and I love Loki, but I just think they've got too much. 
LSU's got depth, and they've got good players at depth. Yeah. You mean Kentucky Y? Yeah, Kentucky South University. Yep. KSU. Well, lower Kentucky Southern University? Yeah. Um, so we'll move on to the Thursday games. The kick is off. We got uh, Cincinnati at Baylor. I want to say Cincinnati, but I think Baylor could win this game too. Oh, I agree. I think Baylor could pull could pull off an upset here. Yeah. <coughs> Justin, what do you think? Cincinnati at Baylor. Mm, I was just looking. Uh, I don't think they will, but I think they could. I mean, how evenly? Well, let's look at it this way. You got Cincinnati. Um, where are we at? Where are we at? Ninth in total defense, 11th in points allowed. And a lot of that might be because of their conference that they play in. Um, but they're 19th in total offense and 20th in points scored. And then when we look at Baylor, 18th and 19th respectively in total defense and points allowed. And then they're 26th and 24th respectively in total offense and points scored. I'd say give me Cincinnati in this one. Yeah, I think I think since he takes it, but I do think that Baylor has the chance to pull the upset. Now, if Baylor, if Baylor pulls comes, the upset, is that enough to get? See, I don't know if anybody in the I don't, bottom I don't, I don't four. Think is Baylor's, to get Baylor's not. Baylor's not making well, the playoffs. I don't. I, I just don't see yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I at, at three and five teams and other conferences. Even if they win, they'll be what three and five on the CS. <laughs> I don't think that's enough. As the to spokesman put, for the big to give a, a vote in over, yeah, over some other teams. Yeah, not when uh, you you've lost to several teams that are going to be in the playoffs. I mean, it's one thing if you beat some teams that are set to go in the playoffs. You've proven you can compete, or at least been competitive yeah. in, the, in some of those games. You know, like Oregon at least has been competitive against. Teams that yeah, will make so the playoffs. I mean, you showed you could compete against playoff caliber teams. You deserve to be in the playoffs. And Beard, what's your thoughts? Cincinnati at Baylor. Uh, as the as the Big Twelve Big Brother protector representative, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all to be nicer to the Big Twelve. Okay, it's not their fault if they had to have us in the conference with them. Uh, but no, on a serious note, uh, here's here's my only concern. Uh, I, I lean Cincinnati. I think on paper and history, this year's game-wise, Cincinnati has the upper hand. But Cincinnati's locked into number two. No matter what happens, they are number two. Yeah, yeah. Baylor is out. Uh, I agree with y'all. I don't think there's a way for them in the playoffs. So Baylor is playing for pride, whereas Cincinnati's just playing a game. It doesn't matter yeah. what happens to them. So if Cincinnati doesn't come into this game like it matters, Baylor's gonna come into this game like it matters because I think Braden feels like he has something to prove. So he's gonna come in hot to this game and try to make it as competitive as possible. 
perfectly he wants to win. Since he's already looking ahead to the playoffs with their first round matchup, that could be a that could be a, a stumbling block for them. That could they could be a pitfall there where they they drop that game on accident and then Hall's gonna have all the ammunition he wants for why Cincinnati shouldn't be the eighth seed. Well, yeah, this could very well be a trap game for Cincinnati. Absolutely. Now, now, DT, I'm going I'm to pose a question to you. Cincinnati and Alabama are both 4-3. and three. Cincinnati wins. Alabama somehow loses the, the Iron Bowl. Does Cincinnati jump Alabama in the playoff ranking? Hang on. Uh, That's a that, – golly. Because at that point, if – if Alabama were to lose that game, that would vault Auburn into a playoff spot. So it's going to be a loss against a playoff team. But you also have Alabama who beat LSU. Alabama that beat Florida that would probably be a playoff team. I think there are some scenarios that could happen to where you could see six, maybe seven SEC teams in the playoffs. Wow. No, I'm tough. Alab- if Alabama were to lose, what's that do in a three-way tie situation? Because mm-hmm. if Alabama were to lose and Florida were to win, <laughs> who who gets in if it's a three-way tie? I know I saw the scenario where if it was a four-way, but I never saw because Alabama beat Florida by three. Well, then it would go to their their total window. No, losses. Alabama would be in either way because Alabama beat LSU and Florida, so they're locked yeah. into the two. Well, yeah, my question is: is would if Alabama being four and four, if they lost, would they be higher seeded than Cincinnati at five and three? Well, that, that's what I was looking at, though. I was looking at if Alabama lost, would they fall out of that two slot? But it doesn't look like if they fell into a three way tie, they they still wouldn't fall out of that two spot is what I was looking can to I inter- see. Can I interject one piece of information to help this conversation? Go ahead, Beard. Alabama took us to the wire after being down 31 nothing. We handled Cincinnati for just about the whole game. And I think we won by what, 30-40? Cincinnati's biggest problem is it's they're, our conference. They're four I'll and three, but they lost both. They lost to Illinois and they lost to Georgia out of conference. So how? But, I mean, they they lost to a Georgia team that lost to Alabama. Yeah, and they're only there. It goes back to I think what Hall was saying earlier, or whoever said it. I'm pretty sure it was Hall. The issue is is, and I say this with, you know, I was talking to uh, somebody on the phone earlier today. Our conference is not good. Uh, I, I hate that for all of us because our conference is used to being pretty good, but it's not very good right now on paper or statistically or anything. Um, you look at our record, you know, they, everybody wants to point out, hey, you haven't played nobody. And, I mean, we played Alabama and Miami. We lost one. We won one. <laughs> but when you when you get that schedule, the only thing you can do with it is handle the people that you were given. Like, if, in, if I'm as good as I say I am, we should be beating the brakes off everybody we play. And I think we've done a good job of that up until uh, – as of right now. We still have to play Oklahoma State. But but our conference is, it, our conference is going to kill any – when you start talking about, well, is this team better than this team? Even if it's one loss versus one win, when it's close like that, our conference is going to kill us. 
Yeah, and I agree. I think I think no matter what, Alabama would probably still be seated higher than Cincinnati because the SEC is just more competitive um, inside their own conference and, and outside. Um, so I think you, you sort of got to give the slight edge to Alabama, even if they are one game behind. Can I piggyback off of that comment? Yeah. I think that the Big 12 being weak has made it to where the Big 10 seems like they're more than what they are. There's my hot take because of all the out of conference wins that the Big Ten had over the Big Twelve. Yeah. So would, it makes it that. boosts the Big Ten's overall records by having a lot of contests against the Big Twelve out of con- I know like Oregon played played both their out of conference games against the Big Twelve. I think yeah. I think I, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think I think if you ask anybody who pays attention and actually watches everything that's happened in the league, I, I don't think anybody argues that the two best conferences aren't the ACC and the SEC right now. And I'm not saying that – I think top to bottom, the SEC is the better conference. I think the ACC is top heavy. Top heavy, yeah. I agree. And then, like, the Big 12 is like a weeble wobble. I really do. I sympathize with anybody that has to coach in the SEC. Well, I, I think the big, I think the Big Ten's got four dominant teams that can compete. I do too. USC's, I mean, USC's giving us hell in the USC's potentially a fifth that that can really compete. Um, but I think ideally, there or not ideally, I think I think realistically, there's there's Oregon, Penn State, Illinois, Michigan. Those four teams are, are, are your Big Ten powerhouses. Um, and then, because when you look at statistically speaking behind that, you've got USC at three and four, or Ohio State at two and five, and Washington at one and six. So, staying in, in the Big Ten um, conversation, going on at the same time, is. <clears throat> Excuse me, I just bit the side of my mouth. Syracuse at Penn State. Shut down a cherry. Those are always fun. Whoa. You know, Dustin, I want to get your thoughts. Syracuse at Penn State. I'm leaning Penn State in this one. Syracuse <laughs> gave us hell. But I don't I don't know what they did since that time frame of giving us hell and giving Miami hell that they it's almost like they they decided that they got close, but they couldn't quite get us, so then they just kind of veered off in a different direction from where they were headed, and uh, unless they figure out a way to get... I mean, if they if they could get back to where they were when they played us and played Miami tough, then then they could make this one a game, but, but from what I've seen from them last week, I, I, I don't think they stand a chance against Penn State. Beard, what do you what do you got? Syracuse at Penn State. I really hate agreeing with Paul. It really irks me. But <laughs> I don't. I, I'm with all. I don't think there's. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened either. I don't know if uh, Silent finally started simming again and they started losing instead of letting their assistant head coach sim or whatever. <laughs> but. Uh, I'm just kidding, Simon. I love you, buddy. But they did. They took a left turn off of 
off of making progress and took a left turn into the dumpster fire and for some reason have stayed there. So I, I think Penn State takes this one. I think they're just I think Penn State's gonna hit their stride and make up for that loss this week. Adam, Syracuse at Penn State. Uh I, I think I mean I think this is another game where I mean there's just such a such a disparity between the rosters that I don't know. I th- I think this is this is a this is a game that Penn State wins pretty pretty easily. You know, not trying to be a homer, but I th- I think Penn State takes this pretty easily and and needs that bounce back win after that loss to Michigan. You know, maybe maybe the coach calls a few less screens. Yeah, let's all hope. It, you know, you always hate to see. You know, I have talked with Mike on the phone. I was like, man. We just can't get ahead by 15. 17, 20, because we were ahead by 15 on, on Illinois. We were ahead by 15 on, on Michigan. Uh, 15's a, uh, our unlucky number. Um, but that's all I'll say about that one. Here's the real question, though. Does Penn State get the Mike curse? No. Because, you know, when Mike's on a team, in, in hard-to-come moments, for whatever reason, it's like – they just fall off the face of the planet. Well, you got to wait for the playoffs for that to happen. Yeah, we got to wait for the playoffs before the curse comes. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're safe I, then, I guess. We're, we're, we're safe for this week. Um, it's lingering around. But I, I Kirby's Kirby's had a good good season. <clears throat> yeah, it's player of the week reminds me of a linebacker. Back in the day that, you know, played both sides of the ball. Yeah, but you never had the the kind of third-quarter performance that Kirby had. I don't know. But we'll move on. We'll move on to the next game. Allstott was a beast. Kentucky at Tennessee. Adam, go ahead. Kentucky at Tennessee. Man, I am so tempted to not take Tennessee. I I do not think that the streak continues. I do not think it gets broken this season. Here's the real question. Is it over in the third, or is it over in the fourth, the third, or the second? Late third. I don't know. I think late second, early third. I don't know. Tennessee's had some... some Unless Davis just decides to take it easy on him. But, I mean, I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, Davis take it easy on people. When did that, when has that ever happened? Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. Dustin, what's your thoughts? Kentucky, Tennessee. I, I don't even know what to say here. Uh, Much the same rocky top. We take the streak into another off season. Um, <laughs> honestly, they, they, there's one way to beat Kentucky that I thought I kind of laid a blueprint to, and nobody is following my chase. So. And looking at what Tennessee does offensively, they're not going to do it either. So I think it's going to be a mercy rule by midway through the third. Sorry, Tennessee. The curse continues. Um, what is that, 0-32? Something like that. Dude, that yeah. is insane. Is that, the, is that the longest yeah. losing streak in CFSL history? Before. 
Mike, I want you to put me against Tennessee week one of next year. Logan Logan was 0-16. Tiny's been there. And then they had... They were 0-8 before that, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Before Logan. Oh, so, yeah, then... And then this season. So, 4-32. losing... Yeah, that's 0-32. Hey, man. How is that even? You gotta admire the consistency. Take that, Wookie. So, Thursday... Illinois at UNC. Adam. I just think Illinois, to me, is that team because they're they're so well balanced on offense. I, I take Illinois. I mean, I got Illinois going deep in the playoffs. We'll talk about that. In yeah, the yeah, we will. But, yeah, I got Illinois. Sorry. Yeah, I've played Illinois. I know how tough they are. Evans has got it together this season. That's what you think, Illinois. Just because it, it, I have to say it because it follows my my thought process and my comments in league chat over the season. I'm I'm taking UNC because Illinois wouldn't be the fifth best team in the ACC. Beard. Uh, here's my question: When are the when do the GT quarterbacks figure it out? I don't know. Because the GT quarterbacks have won a grand total, I think, of six games. No, maybe maybe five. If that many. Uh, Hang on. Not even that many because the first win by UNC wasn't by the GT quarterback. Yeah. So uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was a running back. <laughs> Rocco Rambo. Rocco Rambo has a better career record than the GT quarterback. Oh, no, they're tied. They're both. They're they're well. He's one and zero to his no, one and he's four. One and so yeah. five. West Virginia's quarterback. So the GT quarterbacks have won a grand total of three games. Um, Ouch. I don't know, man. To me, my thing is, is I think they actually had a shot. Depth just got them. Syracuse is going to have depth too, but Syracuse depth is different than Miami's depth. Yeah. Um, huh? What are you talking about Syracuse, son? I mean, Syracuse, Illinois, sorry. They're both orange. Yeah. Yeah. See what he did there? Take that, Drake. Uh, I, I, you know what? I want to see an upset so bad I can't stand it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go UNC as well. Wow. The split. Split, split decision. <laughs> Moving on to Friday. First game. Iron Bowl, Auburn at Alabama. Adam. Well, I mean, this is another game that could that could really shake some, some things up. If, you know, Auburn can pull up the upset, Alabama, I mean, Alabama's still a playoff team, but Does that does that play into effect when it's when you start talking about seeding for for the tournament and things like that? This and you know when you're when you're fighting for a bid from the voters, an impressive win last week of the season is going to be the thing that stands out the most to them in their minds. This could be a, a really big game for Auburn. That being said, I, I think Alabama takes it, but I, I don't think it's a blowout. I think Auburn puts on a good show. Huh. Dustin, what do you think? I think Auburn has talent. 
I think Auburn's in a book I love. I could see them winning, but I just I think Alabama is too overpowered on defense in the secondary, and I, I think Alabama's going to end up with this one. Beard, what are your thoughts? All right, so there's there's two things going on here. Number one, after what uh, Ware did to me in the booth against Baylor and my, like, 16 interceptions he forced me to throw, um, and I also cannot – I can't tell you how much I dislike Alabama. But I feel like Adam and Travis, it's about like y'all in Florida State, probably like in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think um, I like the cow book. And I think there's a, I think there's a road for them to win. And I think J-Mail and Cole are smart enough to figure it out. Also, where? Call for another pick six. I dare you. Give me Auburn. All right. And here's my take on this. Auburn has the potential to make this a game. It's do we get the Auburn that played a, a close game against LSU, that had a big win over Baylor, or, or do we get the Auburn – that lost fifty-two to thirty-one over, you know, to to Georgia. Um, man, even I mean, like they played really close with Kentucky, and then they played really close, sort of, with Tennessee. Like, I got Alabama in this one. I mean, I uh, could pull the upset, but I just don't. I, I just the inconsistencies went. Uh, so, moving on to the last game of the week, Ohio State at Michigan. Oh, I, I can tell you, I played Ohio State. I played Michigan. Um, both are really tough to game plan for. Ohio State played us really close for three quarters of that game. I got Michigan in this one, but I can see Ohio State giving Michigan a run for their money. What do you think, Adam? Yeah, I I think Ohio State could could you know make this a close game for you know the first half or three quarters, but I I think the talent and the depth of that Michigan roster just take over the game in the late in the third and fourth quarter, and it just becomes too much for Ohio State. Give me Michigan. Dustin, what's your thoughts? I have no comment on this one because I'm not giving him the joy of it. Sounds good, Beard. What where, where you got with this one? Um, I would also like to take credit for Michigan's resurgence because I also said that they were going to miss the playoffs and they have since went on a three and zero run. So much like much like the resurgence of Notre Dame and Hall, um, I feel partially responsible for what happened to Michigan. Um, don't give me that look, Hall. You know you love me secretly. Uh, I think I think Michigan is just too much for Ohio State to handle. I think they're going to take this one too. On uh, Ohio State's done a great job at bouncing back and doing some stuff. Uh, I think they need a season to get a good recruiting class in to really make that turn. So give me Michigan. All right, so that's going to do it for next week's games. Now we're going to talk a little bit about playoff scenarios. Playoffs. Playoffs. What? Playoffs. Talking about playoffs. Oh, you guys just went to. 
fucking war. Yeah, that was a good. It was a good. We're watching the UFC fight right now too. Um, on the projector out in the like that dude's face. Look at his face. Yeah. Oh no, they went to fucking war. Man, that was a good fight. Anyways, back to CFSL action. Um, so basically, if you don't know, here's how it works. Um, the number one seed from each conference or the conference champion uh, of uh, of each conference will will be seeded one through four. The number two seed from each conference will be seeded five through eight. Uh, the number three seed will be nine through twelve, and then. 13, 14, 15, and 16 are all voted in. Now. Blah. So, you know. So I call really well. Barring. Set up. If, so if every team that is, should win or is predicted to win this week um, by, and I say predicted, I mean by, you know, their ranking. So, you know, number one, floor, uh, Miami takes on uh, the number probably four, Florida State. In the rankings, if Miami beats Florida State, Miami will be the number one team walking into the into the playoffs, right? So, if that's the case, you would have number one Miami. Now, I've got and and somebody chime in here at the 16th seed. I've got Auburn or Georgia, depending on who wins. If Auburn <coughs> wins over Alabama or Georgia wins over Florida. Or whoever has the closest game will probably end up getting voted in and will be the 16th seed in this spot. I don't. I don't see how. I don't see how if they both lose or both win with Auburn pretty much beating or with Georgia pretty much beating Auburn that bad. I don't see a way you justify putting Auburn in over Georgia. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say Auburn or Georgia, because if Auburn beat Alabama but Georgia loses to Florida, then I could see where Auburn gets the vote in. But right. if they don't, I was just if, if it I was saying going if it works out where yeah I was saying going off of your your what you said earlier, if we're assuming that the people that are supposed to win win, then they both lose, and I don't think you put Auburn in over Georgia. Correct, and I would have Georgia playing Miami. In that scenario. And it was fun while you were here. Yeah. You made the playoffs. <laughs> I have USC against Miami. Okay. I could see it. I could definitely see that. The number two team would be Illinois. I say Florida at the 15 seed. So you're saying Florida loses to Georgia? No, I say Florida beats Georgia. Then they're automatic well, top you twelve. Can't have Georgia. Yeah, you can't have Georgia. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they would be automatic top twelve. Ooh. I've got Auburn at fifteen. That might change. Yeah, man, that changes it. Because then I would put. That means Illinois would play LSU in my scenario. Illinois. Huh? Yeah, because if Florida wins. LSU would have to be voted in. Yeah, but then, so what they're going to do is they're going to do like each bunch of four, it's going to go off their poll. So you would have to assume that LSU LSU would be 13. I agree with that. I mean, LSU would be 13 ahead of Oregon. Yeah. So they drop Oregon to 14. This is how I have it anyway. I agree. I agree. I would think. So that means we would probably see USC at 
I would put USC at Illinois. So you got Auburn getting voted in after after a loss to Alabama? No, I got Georgia. No. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I've got Auburn going in at three and five. Hmm. To take on Miami. Uh, they'd be taking on Illinois. I've got USC at 16. You got US, okay, so you got USC at Miami, and then you would have Auburn at Illinois. I can see that. I can see it. Also, congratulations. Welcome to the playoffs. Now yeah. get your ass oh, kicked. Yeah. yeah, for both of those, at least you made it to the playoffs. And I love Good Auburn. So, but GG. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would then have the 3 and 14 seeds being Texas at Oregon. Or Oregon at Texas in that playoff scenario. Yeah, if Texas can pull off the win. No, I'm locked in. Like, like I said, if 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 it if it goes the way, yeah, no, if the favorite team. Yeah, no, win, I, I, no, I know what you're saying. I can't, I can't be, I can't be any less than number one. That that would be a fun matchup to watch, Texas and and Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to sim for that one and help them. <laughs> of course he would. <laughs> I would like to point out that Oregon has played me in the playoffs before, but I was at Bowling Green. Okay. This is different. Oregon, Oregon, man. That was when Oregon didn't even know who Oregon's AD was. Oh, yeah. wait, it's still that way. Never mind. <laughs> I was about to say, what is saying? <laughs> yeah. All right. I feel like so that would be means... salt in the wound for Oregon, too. Like, back to that whole, I'm sorry, Oregon, I'd have to put you out of the playoffs. But I also... Again, I folded the guy's team that came to y'all, and then I folded him, and then I'd fold y'all right out of the playoffs. It'll be that, that would really be a fun matchup to watch. I think it would be. I think I've seen what I, I believe I've seen Hall's sheet. I think somebody shared it with me. I think. My sheet? Like your projected playoff sheet. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen it. And if if, if, it's, if that is accurate, I think that's one of the more intriguing, if not the most intriguing matchup of round one. Because of the top four or five teams, we would be the ones that had the biggest chance of losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sure about that? I think so. I think so. I know it's one because... you're going to say. I know it's one you're going to say, though. The next one would be four against 13. And this is if Florida beats Georgia, which would be Kentucky, LSU, round two. Yeah, 4-13 and 13 would be Kentucky and LSU. Yeah. Which, by the way, Mike, if you're listening, 5-2 and two Kentucky gets the four seed, while 5-2 and two Notre Dame that beat Kentucky will probably be at seed 10. Dumb. 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 <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Just saying. Well, here's here's where I've got this going. So four and thirteen, I agree. Kentucky at LSU. That means five, number five team, would be Michigan taking on number twelve Oklahoma State. I agree with that. Now, y'all talk about Texas having a tough game against Oregon, or Kentucky having a tough game against LSU. Bear in mind. Ike has never beaten Adam. That's because Adam has an idea what Ike's going to run against him. <laughs> I was, was going to say, I, I think, I think this is a harder, this is a harder game, and I, I love Ike, but I think this is a harder game for Ike than it is for Adam. Mm-hmm. So to me, Agreed. it's still more intriguing the Texas Oregon game, 
Oh, yeah. But I think this is one of those rare scenarios where the team that's ranked – Notre Dame will probably be that same way if I if I remember your bracket right when we get there. But I think this is one of those scenarios where you could make an argument where Oklahoma State could possibly come into that game as a favorite. I don't know if they come in as a favorite. Like not on the sports book. I think, not in the sports book. The sports book is – I'm talking I think like, this is going to – I'm going to say – Five versus twelve, Michigan against Oklahoma State is gonna feel to Ike a lot like what was that season seventeen, mm-hmm. where Oklahoma came in as two and six, sixteen oh, yeah. seed or fifteen yeah. seed, and he was supposed to be the one or two seed, <laughs> and we took him to the wire, and he was not happy about the seeding process. It's gonna feel a lot like that. Yeah, this will be a tough game. Um. That means the number six team, FSU, would take on number 11, Florida. I think that would be right? straight yeah, forward. If, if Florida beat Georgia, yeah. Yeah. I think that game's yeah. pretty straightforward. Do you? Florida State. Yeah, I think it's so. Hard to beat, it's hard to beat the same team twice. It is, it is very t- difficult. I mean, it can be done. Oh, yeah, it's it's been done, but... It's 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 an interesting matchup. Absolutely. And that means number seven Alabama, and in my how I have it, number seven Alabama taking on number ten Penn State. Where do you have Illinois? One or two? I have Illinois at the two. Okay, I'll be ten. <laughs> you want to be number ten? Oh, I don't care. So you think? See, and th- this is where it all comes down to because we. You're playing Syracuse, right? Yeah. And you, and, I mean, unless we mercy Syracuse, I think so, y'all y'all will be the number nine seed. So you have you have losses right now against number two and number five. Yeah. We have losses against number one and number four. Yeah. And that's where I give you all the advantage. Which, like I said, unless we unless we mercy them. Well, what it all comes down to. I mean, this weekend or this week, it all comes down to. We only beat Syracuse by seven. How much did you beat USC by? Three. Okay, so if USC beats us or you go out and you beat – so if USC yeah, beats us, you, are, you you get the nine, Here. right? If yeah. – DT I, thinking about whether he should throw this game. Yeah, no, I've already had that <laughs> – I've already had that thought process, and I've already had a phone call with Mike, and he said, blah, 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 don't throw the game, fine, whatever. Here's, here's what but I think. If I lose, I'm, if I lose, I'm going to say I threw it anyway. Here's, but here's besides what I, that. I think y'all are, overlooking a key, uh, y'all are overlooking a key factor here. What's that? We're counting the wins as they stand right now, or the losses as they stand right now. If we are playing by the rules of, of this whole – hypothetical we're saying the teams that are supposed to win win then miami beats florida state florida state drops probably to six or seven and do they though i'd say they they dropped to six behind michigan because six michigan. Behind michigan right so then what does that takes your losses to one and six and true his to what two and five but what's his key victory? Mine will be SEC champion Kentucky. Who's who's his biggest victory going to be against? 
Penn State's biggest would USC, be Oregon. Yeah. Is that your highest ranked wins, Oregon? No, uh, right now I think it is. No, you beat somebody else. Who did you beat? I beat OK State. He tried I mean, to laugh look, there. And that's that's the thing, right? We beat Washington, we beat Ohio State, we beat USC, we beat Oregon. Yeah. That's four of our wins. We beat OK State, that's our fifth win, right? I think it's going to come down to what each of us do this week against our common opponents. I to do decide too. what happens in the 9 and 10 slots. You know what you know would be absolutely hilarious? They beat Syracuse by 7 and you beat USC by 3. <laughs> Well then, then, then that means Penn State's tenth and Notre Dame's ninth. Okay, let's roll on. So we got Penn State against Bama is what we're going with. Yeah. Okay. That means the number nine and number eight would be Notre Dame at Cincinnati. Give me my first round bye. That's right. I'm taking Cincinnati. <laughs> but then, but then, <laughs> but then you got to go and probably take on. Most likely Miami the week after. I'm good. I've faced them before in a different. In the I faced them last time I played those fools. I was in the NIU book. We're, we're looking different now. <laughs> that actually yeah. is fact. I will. I will 100 back him on that one. But I'm not gonna say that we're gonna. I think we can make it more of a game. I don't know. I don't know if we can beat them. I think we can, but it yeah. it's going to be a challenge. The crazy part is, is yeah. they haven't switched the air raid yet. If they had to switch the air raid at some point and got a decent book, and there's been a couple out there, they Who? would be unstoppable. Who? Well, this is Miami. That's it. Miami? They can't. They're stuck in multiple land over on the other side of the tiers. <laughs> yeah. I thought, that, and they're why did I think there was something else? What can change after week seven. Yeah, they're, well, in yeah, they're, well, they're, they're in Vanderbilt. They're in Vanderbilt. Why did they go multiple? How do you look at that roster and go multiple? I'm not that. That's a question that has been asked a lot of times between me and another individual on that roster. Oh, I bet that I bet that individual uh, drives a Brinks truck for a living. That's an inside joke, though. That 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 so, individual left another school because they were always stuck in multiple land too. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's multiple my schools prediction. in multiple land. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So I got in the second round. I got Miami facing off against Notre Dame. Okay. I got Illinois facing off against Penn State. Agreed. Oregon facing off against Michigan. Damn. Oh. Take it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. My bad. LSU, my bad. I got LSU facing off against Michigan. My, my bad. See how he did me? I, I just, it's a super talented roster. Um, well, he just did, he's fixing yes, to do it both dirty. It sounds like. I about did both of y'all dirty in, in two different, three, three <laughs> different games somehow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got LSU taking on Michigan in the, in the second round. Then I got I got Texas taking on Florida State. That means it's a back-to-back. Anybody disagree? Nah, probably not. Any of those? Probably not. Did you say Texas I mean, and Florida State? I said Texas and Florida State. How bad was the Kentucky loss to LSU the first round? Because Kentucky's changed quite a bit. Has LSU changed any? No, I think they've, I think they've gotten 
if anything, worse. Like, no, no offense to Cyrox. Yeah. I think they just kind of – I think they thought they were going to be different than they were. I mean, Kentucky, after starting out, what, one and two, has rolled off four straight? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they haven't been really convincing wins, though, have they? Seven twenty-seven win over Auburn. 37-27 over Auburn, 24-23 over Florida, 42-39 over Bama, but Bama just – wasn't it Bama that just beat LSU? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who y'all got, Kentucky or LSU in that first I'll, that? I'll tell you what, I'll go Kentucky. And my reasoning for that is LSU throws the ball. Okay. I'm going to bounce. Ken- so you would have Kentucky – you would have Kentucky taking Michigan in the second round. No, he'd have Kentucky playing Oklahoma State. I have Kentucky playing Oklahoma State because I have faith in one AD and not the other. I also have to throw back into what y'all said a minute ago. It's really hard to beat the same team twice. It is. That as well. So uh, I also have Kentucky, OK State. Kentucky's in a different book. They only lost by two scores, and I am pretty sure since that point in time there's probably been some more upgrades in Kentucky land than LSU land. Okay. So we move on to the third round. I do have Miami taking and squeaking by Notre Dame. I like how he threw that. I'm not going to take offense, but squeaking by, that was was cute. Go ahead. That was cute. Um, I've got LSU beating Michigan. Now, y'all would have Kentucky against OK State. And it was fun while you were here, here, man. No, I'm going to be honest on that one. That would be a fun game to watch. Kentucky, and this is what, has anybody went back? Kentucky's last loss was to Notre Dame, right? When we were in the NIU book, we ran the ball 40 times in past 20. Their front six is not good on defense. Their secondary is the key of that defense, and everybody keeps trying to throw on them, and I do not understand it whatsoever. Yeah. But if Oklahoma State played against Kentucky, that could be interesting. Because I really think that they could pound the ball on them. Yeah, I think that would be a really good matchup. All right. Now, Cinderella the, story right there. There you go. Now, the Big I've 12 is Penn relevant St- once again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Yay. Texas and FSU. I like Texas in this one. And Tom knows that that that's not a shot at him. I've got nothing but respect for him, but I, I like Texas in that matchup. I would like to say, in the three and five season where I was thinking I was going to get fired, one of my three wins was Florida State. In the three and five season that you thought you were going to – who the fuck ever gets fired here? No, okay, fair enough. You have to go like 0-16 to get fired. And even then, well, you don't get then fired. They just shut your school down and say we don't have school. any place for you to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they politely yeah. fire you. Yeah, exactly. It's not you, it's us. We're we decided we'd rather bring back the Mac than you being AD again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then didn't give them oh, an a, and then didn't even give them a Mac spot. They did the year after though. <laughs> All right. Memory so late. I'm gonna go. So you're going Texas over FSU. I'm going Texas over FSU. I, like I think that'd be another good game. I do too. I don't. Oh, I do too. oh yeah, I think the matchup, the matchup potential in that game is is 
great. I think I think karma stacked up so well. I think karma's coming back to bite me in the playoffs. I think I'm gonna have a lot of games that are gonna be like really good games and I'm gonna stop getting my pillow soft schedule. One seed thirteen seed three seed. Now <clears throat> Illinois at Penn State and, and this isn't a homer I mean it is, but it's I don't want it to be. Um I like Penn State in this one. I think it was a really close game between them in the first round, or the first time that they met. Penn State's got the horses to run with Illinois. I'm choosing Penn State over Illinois. I think the two seed gets knocked out. Yeah, and again, it's uh, it's it's hard to beat the same team twice. Agreed. In the same season. Oh, DT Hall left us. He'll he be back. He did not like you talking, saying Penn State was going to keep on going. Uh, that would mean Miami plays LSU a one seed versus a 13 seed. A 10 seed Penn State playing a three seed Texas. I've got the national championship being Miami and Texas. That would be, I mean, that's going to be, we got a tough road to get there. Oh, yeah. See, I got Miami and Illinois. I just, I think those are the two best teams and I think that at the end of the season those will be the last two teams standing my thing is I think our biggest I think the thing that makes me again I'm with Travis on this one it's hard not to be a homer and I'm not trying to be but I think the thing that will and it really depends on what we do honestly this week if we can stifle Oklahoma State's run game like we did Baylor's last week if we can do that, I think it proves we can stop the run. And if we can shut down half of Illinois' offense, they rely on balance. And if we can get them off kilter and not balanced, I think we can beat them. But if we can't stop the run game and get them off balance, then I think they, they take us in the long run. Yeah, that's both it. It'd be interesting to see how it plays out. Looks like Dustin's trying to come back in. That's what she said. I'm back. There he is. Ta-da. Fucking internet. So where are we at now on this? He he was conversation? saying that he he has he has Travis has Miami, Texas in the final. I Damn, said I have Miami. Ahead. I have Miami Illinois. I got Penn State beating Illinois. Yeah, See, I got Penn State beating Illinois. I don't. I really want it. I don't know. I want to be the ten because I've played Illinois once in my career, and it was a fucking lightning game that ended in the middle of the third fucking quarter. Oh man, I remember that. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's my one time of playing Stevens, and I, I'd really like to get that taste out of my mouth <laughs> but I feel you and very well could be the 10 seed but it is what it is I don't care we're we're gonna do what we can do we just go out there and play go out there and play ball that's, that's all you can do is go out there and do your best effort and See if you come away with it. Um, I mean, I can see in Illinois, Miami. I can see Illinois taking on Texas. 
I think yeah. that'd be a great game. I think Texas would probably still win that game, if I'm being honest. Um, I, I see Miami Texas at the end of it. I'm running 15-15 with my backups in. Now, <laughs> that's if. Yeah. Wow. Holy, holy shit! Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm putting all my walk-ins as starters. I'm gonna have the best special teams package in the league for a game. And now watch you watch uh, run every kick return and punt return back for a touchdown. Still beat them. Be like, damn it. Still win. Yeah, still win on special teams. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Any, I mean, anybody have any thought? To, I mean, you, you said Illinois, Miami. Yeah, I, I think I think I think those are the two best teams in the league, and I think at the end of the day, those are the two teams left standing. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I haven't looked at rosters in a while. All the way at the like the first file we did, I went because it's so freaking monotonous. I went and clicked through everybody and put it on a page, but I haven't went back since then to go back and see what everybody's overalls and everything's changed to over the course of the season. I'm not really sure where Illinois sits now. I know at the beginning of the season when Illinois was a top four team, I was like, eh. Eh, I don't know if you guys are really all that, but I haven't went back and seen if they've done a lot of upgrading since then. Yeah, yeah, that I think they figured some some things out that that works really well with the personnel they have. That as well could be the case. What do you think, uh, Beard? Who you got in the finals? Based off that those scenarios. Off of what we got, uh, like I said, going back to what I said about, I think. If, if we are playing it out like it's been played out so far, that means next week we stop Oklahoma State from running the ball, we do what we did to Baylor, and if we can take all the way through and stop Illinois from running the ball, I think we have a really good shot to get there. Uh, I think Miami's probably the best team on that side. I, I, I mean, it, it pains me to say it because it just does. I think Miami's the best team in the league, and I don't know that it's necessarily super close. So I think they're – they're going to be there. I think if anybody for sure is left standing, it's them. So then it boils down to a rematch of the boat race I got the first time. Since that's what everybody likes so to then we throw, So then we throw a wrench into all of this. Yeah. Florida State somehow upsets Miami. <laughs> North Carolina. North Carolina does the unthinkable, takes down Illinois. Who's your number one? It has to be Florida State. And I hate it. Yeah. 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 Florida State takes Miami down. So Florida State would be one in that case. Miami would would, be. They would jump in Texas. Texas would have to be two if Illinois fell to. No, we would be North Carolina. They put us behind. They put us behind uh, Miami because we lost to Miami. No, Miami would be all the way down at the five seed now. Yeah, they would be at the five seed because. Oh, number yeah, two that's right. Top. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that would put us two. They put Texas two. Illinois would drop to three, and Kentucky would still be in there at the four. Miami would be at the five. Which means. Michigan to be at the Either six. Either way, I want to be on the right side of the bracket at number 10. Away from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> the goal is to be on the opposite side of Miami. 
Yeah. Fuck that. That, that gives me the best chance of, of making it at least to the final four. Why are you scared? Don't be scared. I'm not scared. You're scared. I'll, I'll take on any team. You're scared. Cool. Uh, See, the part that I hate is, and, and it, it could happen. Like, I think we're good enough that it could happen. And I think no matter what happens, we wind up. I don't think there's a scenario where we wind up on the same side of the bracket as Miami. So the only way we're going to get to play them again is in the championship game. But if they get knocked out before yeah. we play them, I will never, ever be able to say anything without Carr saying, well, you only won because we weren't in the championship game against you. That would 100% be it, though, wouldn't it all? He's only got one player on that team. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, he would say, you only won because we didn't play you a second time. Well, should have made it there. Yeah. But, see, I mean, it's going to be an interesting playoffs because it, it – I'm good either way, because I either want to play Miami or Illinois. Well, you're going to get one of them for sure. Yeah, you're get one in of a them. perfect world, somehow I achieve playing both of them. With the win in both. That would make you a... With the win in that both. That would give you a natty, I think, is the only way that happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. A... In which case, Mike, if you're listening yet again... I'm deleting the server, and you have my address. You can mail me the fucking trophy. <laughs> I'm just going to drop Mike it and walk the fuck out. Not only is he going to drop Mike, <laughs> he's not going to just not, drop the mic, but he's Kentucky. actually going to drop Mike off of the server. You're not, you're not going to pull a Kentucky and talk about it for like two weeks? No, no, and I don't need a cheesy little trophy next to my name either. I'm good. <laughs> but they look so nice. How, el- how else yeah. are you going to pick up chicks in the bar if you don't show off your CFSL trophy? Yeah. Hey, check out my Discord. <laughs> see that trophy. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what that trophy means, baby? I mean, I, I spend way too much time simming. That's what that's there. That means, that to means a, tonight. You're talking to a winner. That means tonight when I take you back to my place, nothing's going to happen except for you watching me sim for Playbook Draft. <laughs> that's right. Come into this right. room and check this out. So, so I, I think we can all agree that Cincinnati being higher rated uh, or ranked uh, seeded wise uh, over a Notre Dame or a Penn State isn't probably the most ideal scenario. What would be an alternative? I don't think there is one until we get until we get several ranking systems that we can average. But the problem is, is every time we try to do that, somebody comes in and says, well, I think we should be number one. And it's like, dude, you've lost two games. How are you number one? I think that, honestly, there should be like a a three-way system where if you should have, okay, we know the, the top three from each conference get in. So those should be seeds one through 12. And we should have, the Mike and Frosty pull, an AD pull, as much as some of the ADs hate doing it, deal with it, it's part of your job. And then take the PRI and then average the three together, seat them one through 12. Your vote ends at the bottom, we'll get 13 through 16. And it would do away with things. I mean, and it's not blasting any teams at all, but if Penn State and and Notre Dame both go in at six and two, and we're fighting for the nine and ten seeds. 
and Cincinnati goes in at four and four, and they're an eight seed. And Kentucky possibly goes in at five, and I mean, there's a possibility what they could go in. Well, if all that hell breaks loose over there, so yeah. if Kentucky even goes in at six and two and is a four seed, who one of their losses was to the ten seed by this mathematical equation, it, it, there's some things that need to be shifted in this whole. And it, and I understand why it's the way it is. It was stated beforehand, so it's a little late in the game to switch it this season. But I'm I'm willing to bet there will probably be some changes to it before next off season. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I think you can take and use use the poll that you have. I mean, and and kind of judge. All right. Well, yes this this team finished second in their division. So yes, they're getting into the playoffs, but it shouldn't it shouldn't mean that they automatically get a bid over a team that say was ranked eighth, and this this other team was ranked fourteenth or fifteenth, but they're sitting at a higher seed in a tournament. I I, I think you can use that as kind of a, a template and a guide. That way, I mean, that way the rankings actually mean something. I mean. If you even go into real life type of situation, I understand why they're doing it. They're wanting everybody. The more people that are still within a fighting chance at the end of the season, the more people are going to be bought in. The more people are going to continue to follow the league throughout the season. So by breaking up each conference to where the top three make it, you still have teams like until a week or so ago, you had teams like what Baylor that were still had a mathematical shot at it. But I mean, it's like in real life, we're going to say, okay, there's four conferences that are going to make the playoffs. We're going to get three in from the Big Ten, three in from the SEC, three in from the ACC, and three in from the MAC. I mean, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So that's the counter to it. And I'm not saying the Big 12 is the MAC, but you can see the difference in talent between these conferences this this particular season yeah uh, okay I'm a, I always do this with every podcast I do I always ask some like weird off the wall question <clears throat> that puts everybody on the spot I'm going to say what team that season has the hardest fall off Notre Dame that's because you're leaving after you win the national title. I'm not leaving, but we're losing 20 <laughs> seniors, so I'm going to say Notre Dame. Beard, I'm going to have to disagree you with you. It's Miami. Miami's losing the entire offense, except for their GT oh, halfback. Yes. <laughs> like, literally yeah. everybody on that offense. Yeah. Yeah, four wide receivers, a starting tight end, and a starting QB, yeah. Yeah, I think I think Miami, Miami, and and Illinois takes a big fall off too. I think Michigan they, they lose a lot. Yeah, Michigan loses Michigan a lot. Michigan loses a lot. But I think I think the difference there is, is as much as Hall will probably disagree, and, and some of y'all will disagree. I think the difference is when you look at a school like Notre Dame losing all their seniors, Illinois losing all their seniors, Michigan losing all their seniors. That's three established ads who have proven that they can recruit and and game plan and put together teams that can that can win games. Um, yeah. <laughs> Miami is a new AD who walked into pretty much 
a gold mine situation and is now going to have to yeah. completely revamp it and re clean house, not clean house because he's kicking people out, but clean house because they're all leaving and completely rebuild yeah. that system. Well, I think it—I think it's do or die for those two teams too, as far as you know. Your your chance, your your hopes of a national title. Because now you're now you're rebuilding. You're looking at another two three seasons before you, you get yourself back to that that relevance. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Illinois, they lose um, Jessica Stevens, they lose Josiah Henry, Henry. Jazz Dion Henry. Their defense. They lose quite a few pieces on that defense. The linebackers. Their their, you know, that front six. I mean, I think you. But you look at it. Look at look at look at Adam with Oklahoma State. I I would argue that you, if you if you asked him and he was honest, he did not anticipate that this is where he would be at the end of the season. And he's a more established AD, and he lost a lot last year, and that's what Miami's looking to lose this year. Yeah. yeah, probably even more so. Yeah, but so, I mean, y'all lost a lot, but we lost a lot of seniors and a couple transfers. Let's face it, you lost Moreland. He's the he's the only player on that team. It's he's the heart and soul. Blah blah blah. He is the offense. <laughs> yeah. Plus, plus the offense. As it's going to be, how how much dis how much parity is going to be in the league next season? See. Not enough to fix that. <laughs> Even though the elites are gone, I think we still have to keep the caps to oh, yeah. some degree because I think I th- I think the whole thought process was the haves, you know, coming down to the have-nots. But I think a ninety-nine now versus what a base 90 was before. Now you've got a 99 now versus a guy in the mid-70s. Yeah. Because that's all your lifetime elites, and that's all they were were base 90s, and now that only gets you up into the mid-70 range. Well, now there's an even bigger disparity. So I think you're still going to have to keep the caps in order. I agree. I, yeah. think, I think the caps, as much as I hate them, when it comes to like trying to build a team because I want to have all the 99s I can and I want to have the best team possible because I think that's what every good AD wants. They want to have the best team humanly possible. Uh, this stops this stops nice. congregating. And when congregating is allowed to happen, it, it just, it. I mean, I, I know Oklahoma State's tired of hearing about it. Kentucky's tired, from last year's tired of hearing about it. But those teams were were broken compared to the teams even in that next tier down. Like it was so hard. There's to only yeah. There's yeah. only so much game. I mean, I, to me, I'm hopeful for for a situation, and and I I'll be honest. I've thought about stepping down as an AD. It's been a while of doing this now, but I keep hoping that with the end of the elites that it's going to become more a game up my alley where it's going to be even more about game planning and, yeah. and simming and that, that that's my hope at the end of the day. And that's what's keeping me still intrigued and wanting to keep doing this because I, 
I enjoy it, and I think I think if we keep the caps in order, I mean, I think there needs to be different levels of caps even. And I'm not saying it needs to go back to the old system with the points per whatever it was, but I, if we can figure out a way to keep everybody pretty even, like we're headed, I, I think it's going to be better off. I, I'd love to see seasons where everybody has two losses. I think that I think honestly, next year that's that's a realistic possibility. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I think next season is going to be a very fun season because. It's going to game planning is going to matter way more than the the than probably what it does right now. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I enjoy games where I can go in and rely on my talent, and I can kind of take a day off, breeze through a week. Yeah, exactly. But there's also weeks like this week against USC that I enjoy trying to find because I mean we're pretty evenly matched teams on paper trying to find ways to uh, to beat them. No, and I think you're still going to have teams that have, you know, advantages. More yeah, you're going to have slightly more talent. But, I mean, I've seen it this this season where, um, you know, you, we all know Michigan is a 99 overall team. Um, and Penn State is not. And, right. and the fact that you know Penn State was able to to hang in that game even just shows that that level uh, of of parity in the league is game planning is going to be super super important. Um, We're you're going to get in a situation where yeah teams are going to have their strengths, but you're also going to be able to exploit a team's weakness yeah, because not yeah. everybody's going to be able to have. I think Everything. it's going to force some of these yeah. ads that are in this comfort zone, where they just pass, pass, pass. You know, it's it's going to force them to have to change their approach and get out of their comfort zone. Yeah, I mean, you look at OK State; they went from air raid esque offense to to let's run the ball a lot, um, and and has been successful, you know, for for the most part. Uh, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting that season. Yeah. Here's what I've always wanted to do, but I don't know if we'd have the league backing for it. I want to have an AD tournament where we all have the exact same obscure ass playbook, and we all have the same exact rosters. And just run a tournament. Just see who can figure it out. I mean, it'd be fun. Just for like some off-season, off-the-wall thing where we just run a tournament and it's nothing but the same obscure-ass playbook nobody's ever ran in-game because there's still about ten of those floating around. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I thought it'd be fun, but I don't think it ever happened. I mean, I'd be down. I'd be down. Yeah, I'd be down for it. Just to see, make it like an AD challenge type of thing. Yeah, like an off-season type of thing, just to keep people intrigued. Yeah, like like the and that's, like the Pro that's Bowl the playbook draft. Like the Pro Bowl, yeah. Except maybe we won't use flags. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God! All, all-star games nowadays suck. They're all mascots. <laughs> oh yes, He's the mascots mascot game. <laughs> the AD mascot bowl. <laughs> 
Nobody wants to see yeah. Penn State's nasty ass mascot. <laughs> the AD the AD uh, mascot tournament. Yeah, I love I love my Nittany Lions, but we have a disgusting in-game mascot. Yeah. It's just Mike in the suit. Looks like he bought. Looks like he bought fucking <laughs> crack off of Mike the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know. I think we're at that point where we can wrap this up two and a half hours in. Um, you know, I just want to say, hey, Dustin and, and, and Beard, thank you all for both for being on here. We greatly appreciate y'all. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, look, we thank didn't fight time. one time. No, no, I think we had a very civil discord. I love everybody. <laughs> Peace. 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 Everybody love, love everybody. <laughs> And I, I wonder if Mike's going to listen to this one. Um, he, he he does listen to some of these podcasts. And, uh, he's going to DM. He's going to DM me and Hall and say, "Look, guys, y'all y'all can't be friends. We the the, the animosity between <laughs> yeah. you two is way too much fun." In all seriousness, I do. We greatly appreciate y'all taking your time out of here and and, and being on here and getting Absolutely. your thoughts to the league and and. You know, we greatly appreciate it. And, uh, you know, for our listeners, uh, thank you for listening. Please hit that subscribe, follow button um, for the ADs that listen to this or the coaches. Um, drop this in your in your locker room. Get your teams involved. We try and talk about uh, all the teams in, in some as, as positive of a light as we can on some of y'all. And we'll see y'all Monday on the podcast. Bye.